Welcome to Too Old for This Podcast, episode 37, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Initial Reactions and Unofficial Views. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, stop listening now. You have been warned. Let's go. Let's start the show. Fresh, fresh off the press, man. Fresh, fresh off brother. the press. It's about it's about thirty minutes, uh, about forty five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I I lifted my ass out of the seat. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Same with you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess so. Um. Would have been about yeah twelve thirty. I guess. All right. My my I'll... show started. Your show started at what? Nine thirty. Nine thirty was the official show time start, yeah. but. Yeah. Of course, there was about 15 minutes of trailers, yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, about that, yeah. Uh, including that weird Tenet thing, which I don't know if we want to get into that. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer for that yet. You haven't seen the trailer for Tenet? No, i got to uh, watch it. i got to watch it. I got the trailer for Tenet. It's like it's like five minutes of the movie. It's not a real trailer. Oh, okay. But um, anyway, yeah. how do you feel, Rise of Skywalker viewer? Uh, right now, um, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Yeah. Um I'm I'm still processing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's there's parts of it that I was like okay, yeah, okay. All right. And I don't know, I feel like even though I know we're doing our our initial reactions tonight, I feel like yep. tomorrow after I watch it again, I'll yep. truly digest it and I'll Yes. You know what I mean? So I exactly. Do, yeah, I do have an opinion tonight. Right. Um, it's on. Unof- it's unofficial tonight, though, right? Like yeah. you feel the same. You feel the same as I do. Yeah. T- uh, tonight. Tonight is just to get on record how we felt after we walked out of the theater the first time we saw it. Right. Yeah, most definitely. Because we know that you know our our opinions are going to be flavored by further viewings and by the conversations that we're having. Yes. So this is the virgin reaction. Yes. I, so, I, like that. I like that the virgin reaction. Yeah, I like that. So. Like that's well, let, let's make up the title. Let's that's okay. Sounds good. So, final spoiler alert, people! If you haven't seen yeah. Rise of Skywalker yet, Huge. we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it in detail, yeah. or at least as much detail as we remember. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, there's a lot, right? Yeah. Um, but your final spoiler alert: if you haven't watched Rise of Skywalker yet, stop listening now. If you have seen it, and if you want to talk about this, or at least listen to us, here we go. How do you feel, Kev? How do you feel? Like Give I said, it to me. Like I said, man, I feel good. Um, I, as of right now, I'm not going to say I loved it, but I really liked it. Okay? So I really, okay. really liked it. Um, okay. I felt like it. Okay, so one of the one of the things, this, this is one of the things I, I want to get out of there right off the bat. Um, I'm seeing a lot of reviewers say, oh, it's fan service, it's fan service, it's fan service. Yes, yes. No, I don't feel like this is fan service. I okay. feel like this is a story that's wrapping a saga. So yes. you have to throw in little things here and there. I like yes. the only I'll be honest, the only scene I felt that was like a fan service moment was when it panned down and we saw the two Ewoks. 
Okay. That was the only, in my mind, that was the only fan service moment because they just showed them celebrating like, yay. And then they went right to the rebel base and they're all like, yay. <laughs> you know what I mean? To me. Can I? Yeah. May I? Yeah. yeah may I, 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 get, I get your point and I agree yeah. with you, but I want to, I want to flip it a little bit here okay. and see if, see if you'll come with me. Like I said, I, I, I didn't think that was a bad moment. I just felt like that was the only I agree. fan service moment. Oh, I know. Moment I know. In, I agree. In the I film. agree. But here's what I want to talk about. Yeah. The phrase fan service. Yes. I feel like our enemies have taken it from us and made it a negative thing when it's not a negative thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my, my feeling about the term fan service is that it's being misused. Like if you, if yeah. you don't like fan service, then you don't like Star Wars. Star Wars is fan service. Star yeah. Wars is calling back to itself. Yeah. Star Wars is going, hey, remember this thing that you loved? Yeah. That we showed you just a little bit of. Well, now we're going to show you a little bit more of that. Yeah. And we're going to remind you of that. Yeah. Because this is the familiarity of all of this is what makes it feel like home to you. Yeah. So right. so uh, whenever somebody says fan service fans, I'm like, yeah, that's Star Wars. I'm that, you know, that's we're here as fans of this thing yeah. that we want to get more and more and more of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and you do that by reminding us of it. So, um I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying that's my judo flip on this whole thing about fan service. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're not here for fan service, you're probably not here for Star Wars. Yeah, so, okay. Fair enough. That's, that's my take. Well, yeah, no, I, I guess uh, when I think fan service, I think like, like, uh, unnecessary. Yeah. Like, ne- exactly. needless. Exactly. Right. So, like, um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a good example. But, yeah, no, but you, you like. Hit, hit I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a couple of good examples of yeah. needless fan service. Yeah. Uh, Solo making Han's last name. Yes. Solo. Yes. Yes. J- just to give you some weird twist on yeah. Han's last yeah. name. Good, good example. They. They just. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you're alone and you're kind of solo. So, solo. <laughs> maybe that's not a good example that that that's just an example of bad writing yeah, that is bad maybe writing, that's not yeah. a good example of bad fan service okay i'm gonna i'm gonna ruminate on that we'll come back but anyway i don't know i think my example of the ewoks saying, just showing the ewoks for no reason i think that's more like there are there is a shot of ewoks yeah. watching watching um the victory at the end from yeah. the ground up at the sky and it mirrors Return of the Jedi yeah. for like a second yeah. and it, and it's like we don't see ewoks any other time it's just put there yeah um, and it's absolutely here. You love Ewoks, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, it's great. I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm all in. I'm all yeah. in for that. Yeah, yeah. like I said. Oh yeah. This is so... the, this is this is supposed to be the finale of nine of nine movies. Like, yeah. if you don't expect some stuff like that, like yeah. what do you do? Anyway, let me ask you. I'm just gonna ask you uh, real quick right right now. Um, yeah. How'd you feel how they treated Leia in this film? I, uh, it's not as mind blowing as I hoped. Felt like, I yeah. felt like they teased. They teased. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I felt like they did a nice job with what they had. They did do a good job. I, I like. I liked. I like her story. I like yeah. what she does in this movie, and she is critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, she saves Ray's life. And she redeems Ben, basically. Yeah. Um. So, um, 
I'm totally happy with Ray's storyline. Okay. Uh, with how it's presented to, or with how it was teased to us, and with how, like, it's carried out, um, I thought it was okay. And I thought, I thought, I, I could have used a, a couple of more off-screen lines. Mm-hmm. Instead of like having other characters there to say lines to explain what's going on when Leia's not saying anything, right? Uh, which is a, a trick that they used a few times, which yeah. worked a couple times, and I thought was clumsy in, uh, in other places. Yeah. Um, but right. overall, overall, I was cool with it. I I, I was hoping we were going to get a little more of Leia using the Force somehow, but she did. She did. She totally did. Yeah, so, she did. She did. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I was totally. Yeah. I think I'm totally happy with what, what yeah. with the thing. Yeah, no, I uh, I definitely felt like um, I loved how her Force Ghost was dressed at the end of the movie. Right, right. Um, I don't think Carrie Fisher ever dressed like that mm-hmm. for them. I think that was created digitally, and I thought thought it was I thought it was perfect. Okay. Um, and another thing. That reminds me, I thought that Luke looked so much better in this movie than he did in uh, The Last Jedi. And that's one way that J.J. was definitely one-upping Ryan Johnson in this movie. <laughs> he said, look, I'm going to make Leia look good, where everybody made fun of how you made Leia look. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make Luke look like Gandalf when you made him you made him look like a drunk uncle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, your question was about Leia. My answer is loved it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, some, of the, some of the dialogue to me felt like it didn't fit. Like, I don't know. I guess it was like it was it was the source material that they were given, obviously, right? They were very right. limited. I felt like a couple of the scenes were, were written specifically to fit oh, what, they, what, what they had Leia saying already. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Ray has to say something about it's impossible, so that because we have Leia saying nothing is impossible, yeah, yeah, right? Um, yeah, yeah, totally got that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but I, you know what? Take a step back and actually, I think Steve Dunk said this to me. Um, I, he spoiled the movie for me, and I, it's okay. I'm not blaming him. I, yeah, I he asked me first for permission, and then yeah. and then he knew I was gonna. He knew I was gonna. He he knew I can't resist. He does it every time. It's okay. I I'm not mad at him at all. Yeah. Uh, he knows I enjoy it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what was his point? Oh, his point was uh, he wished he never knew that Carrie Fisher was dead because. Uh, he didn't looking th- for it, basically. Yeah, like and and line, and yeah. and would you have noticed or or not, right? And it's not fair to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm and I'm asking. I was asking myself, would I have noticed if she was alive? Yeah. And I, I probably not. I probably would have just thought, wow, she can't move much because she's just standing still the whole time. She mm-hmm. must be in bad shape. Like I, I think I wouldn't have known. Okay. So so it is a fair point. I did notice it, but I wonder if I would have if she was alive. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway. All right. Want to start from the top? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to remember the plot of this movie beat for beat, dude. <laughs> I, 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 so That's I, a lot. We so, can try. Yeah. Let's just try to try to hit the major things. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, the this movie one, starts. <laughs> yeah, this one started off with uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, Kylo Ren. Um, well, and... can, we, can we talk about the crawl first? Sorry. The crawl. Yes. Yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, so the crawl. The first line of it, I love, uh, the dead speak. Right. 
and um, they immediately drop Palpatine into it. Mm-hmm. They say uh, the universe has received, or the galaxy has received, a mysterious transmission from Palpatine, seemingly from beyond the grave, yeah. threat threatening the galaxy, yeah. which has caused mm-hmm. Kylo to start a mad search for Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And the movie starts with Palpatine flying around, searching for Palpatine. Oh, Kylo, for- Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Flying around searching for Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, first, we get him on a planet, uh, killing a bunch of people, and he mm-hmm. finds he finds the Sith artifact, which looks like a holocron. Exactly but what it, I thought too. Yeah. It's a way, it's a wayfinder, is what yeah. it's called. Yeah. Um, and uh, it basically is a map. It, uh, you know, it's a repeating story. I don't mind. Uh, uh, Kylo's searching for the map to find Palpatine. He finds it right away. He goes and finds Palpatine right away, and we get that scene, which was in the clip that was released last week that you refused to watch okay. uh where kylo arrives on exagon is the name I of think, the world yeah that sounds right exagol exagol okay yes and and he speaks to palpatine yeah. and palpatine basically breaks down the plot of what's going to be happening in this movie for you yeah um uh, he immediately vaders him and he's like um look i'm going to give you everything I'm going to give you a new empire. Yep. I have I have this secret imperial fleet that we, I've been constructing here. Mm-hmm. Look at them all. Look at all my ships coming out of the ice right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, they've all th- th- this bugged me. Then this is this is. I, I mean, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta accept that every Star Wars movie is going to have something that's just like bugs me. Um, <laughs> but. Every one of the thousands of Star Destroyers that the Emperor has been building in secret has a cannon on the bottom of it yep. that's, as, that's as powerful as the Death as Star cannon. Yeah. Yeah. So each Star Destroyer now yeah. can, just, can just blow up your planet in one shot, which happens in this movie, and it's the one time I went, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one I'll, time. I'll, I'll be honest. The one, one time. I, I'd rather them go that route than another but Death Star, you know what I mean. So sure, we've sure. seen the Death Star done to death. Uh, sure. One of the biggest complaints about uh, Force Awakens was the fact that there was basically a Death Star, and for that, sure, um, obviously dubbed something different. So and I'm, I love I love that this movie took a jab at uh, Star Killer Base. Yes, I, they 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 one of the characters in this movie jabs at, uh, takes a I'm jab doing. at. Star- <laughs> Oh, they did. Yeah. They absolutely did. And I'm sorry, I was going to try to resist this narrative, yeah. but but it's true, and people are going to be saying it, and they're going to be right. Like, J.J. definitely, definitely yeah. op- openly says something in The Last Jedi was wrong, like a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. Luke directly says to Rey, mm-hmm. I was wrong <laughs> in yeah. this movie. And... I, I mean, it's like it's going to be the number one narrative, and I, I, am telling you, Kev, I, I, I love Ryan Johnson. I love The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. um, and I have been resisting this for years now. But I'm starting to believe we might never see a Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie. I don't know. Uh, it seems uh, at once upon a time I definitely would agree with you, but then I started seeing things about him already, like. Yeah, um, okay. you know, having let's, it written and all this stuff, right? So I don't know. Let's let's watch the fallout of this and yeah. see. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, I ju- I jumped off the story of the movie. Yeah, it's all good. So, 
Um, so uh, Palpatine reveals to Kylo that he um, he's basically survived death with what is with what is referred to as dark science. Mm, I don't remember uh, that term, but okay. Yep, yeah, uh, somebody used the word dark science and and cloning technology and other yeah. stuff that only the Sith knew about. Yeah. Um, and we see, like I said, he's in some robotic mechanical yeah. uh, device. He's basically hanging from it like a puppet. Yeah. Um, and he's being uh, uh, kept by some kind of caretakers who have like mummy masks, yeah. uh, masked faces. And he's, of course, surrounded by these Sith troopers. Um, and he says to Kylo, uh, look, uh, I created Snoke mm-hmm. and they show you, they show you a tank Other Snokes, yeah, in the tank, full of yeah. half drone Snoke clones. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, here you go. The cloning stuff that everybody was looking for. Yeah. Uh, even though I was wrong, Ray's not a clone. I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to who Ray is because I, in, it's a big be, part of the story. Yeah, no, I'll be honest. Uh, the whole, the whole Ray being a clone added up. It made sense. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that she wasn't. But uh, yeah, go on. I'm not. I would have preferred it. I think it's it's yeah. one one of the, one of the other choices that I'm like. Uh, but whatever, I'm fine with it. It's I'm, I'll live with that choice. That's fine. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, the story goes. Uh, Kylo uh, basically makes a deal with the Emperor when he sees this fleet. Yeah. Um, he's like, "Wow, um, we can really take over the galaxy easily with this fleet that's ten t- They said ten thousand times more powerful than the First Order's existing fleet. Yeah, um, the Last Order, and it's called the Last Order, which the Final Order. No, they call it the Last Order, isn't it? The Final Order. You sure? I thought it was yes. Last Order. The final order. Okay. And it's, I fucking predicted this, but I didn't get it on the show. Okay. Uh, I knew he was going to call it the final order. I knew it. But my thought was that we were going to get a three-way final battle Mm -hmm. between the first order, the final order, and the resistance. And then you're going to see, and then I thought we would see the first order and the resistance team up against the final order. Mm. That's not, that is not what happened. But um, what we got was pretty cool, too. Yeah. Um, so uh, Kylo, boom, uh, Palpatine's my new master, I guess. But no, he has his own plan. We find that out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we go back, I think at this point, we jump to Poe and Finn before we go to Ray, right? Uh, yes. Okay. That's right, because so Ray's that- training. Okay. So then we get Poe and Finn who are out on a reconnaissance mission mm-hmm. with Chewbacca yeah. uh, with what I've always wanted, Poe behind the wheel of the Millennium, of Millennium Falcon. Yeah. In a badass, uh, like, uh, speeder, uh, not speeder, sorry, TIE fighter chase mm-hmm. uh, through some environment which they didn't really explain. Yeah. It, was, it was like, it looked like a giant ship at one point and it looked like, a, like an ice asteroid at one point. Mm. Did you? Did you catch where they were? Uh, well, are you? Are we talking pre uh, jumping? Yes, before all those jumps. Yes. Um, so yeah, from like where correctly, did they? Where did they, they make the that, drop? They went to that ice planet, right? Right. If I remember correctly, they went to that ice planet. I'm just trying to. I'm. It's kind of. It seemed. Like, yeah, right yeah, yeah. It's that. Yeah, it was that ice. Yeah, that weird ice shaped. Mm-hmm. Was it a planet or was it a space station covered in ice? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
we'll probably figure that out later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we get a really fun scene uh, with Poe and Finn in the Millennium Falcon. Finn in the gunner chair, yeah. being chased by TIE fighters, yeah, yeah. Uh, having to maneuver very much like Return of the Jedi in the second Death Star. Um, a very fun scene. Uh, I love Poe and Chewie's back and forth while they were flying. I love uh, Poe. How, how thick do you think that ice wall is? And then just Chewie's reaction, face reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say they did a way better job in this movie of paying tribute to Chewbacca. People who had a problem with the way tre- Chewbacca was treated in the previous couple of movies. Mm-hmm. This movie is all about uh, fixing Chewbacca's character to me. Um, and paying tribute to him at the same time. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so I jumped off the story again. Where were we? So they jump through the ice wall. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they basically they get a message from, they find out they have a spy inside the First Order right. giving, giving the messages. Um, they get a transmission from him, and they just barely escape uh, the TIE fighters by doing a maneuver that is invented in this movie called hyper-skipping. Mm. Which is which is doing quick, short hyperspace jumps yeah. um, to basically lose somebody who's chasing you. Yeah. Now this scene bothered me. Yeah. Because and you yeah. know why? Because Tie Fighters can't jump into. Do not hyperspace. have hyperspace. Yeah. Okay. I maybe the for exact maybe, same thing. <laughs> maybe First Order Tie Fighters can jump into hyperspace. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to hear. Because the first short range fighters is what they the, refer to them. They are. They in, are. Um, yes, I believe are. Empire Strikes yes, Back. Yes, they are. Yes. So, um, and if you and if you've played the Star Wars role playing game, mm-hmm. you, it's just a simple reality. You know, yeah. Tie Fighters don't have hyperdrive. But the first time he jumped, mm-hmm. I thought they were trying to make it look like the Tie Fighters got sucked into the hyperstream with him. Like mm-hmm. caught, like caught in his hyperspace wake kind of thing, right? And then the f- like the four jumps after where they all followed him, kind of disputed that in my mind. I think they were actually following him through hyperspace. Mm. Uh, which whatever I felt like. Okay, the hyperspace tracking in the Last Jedi uh, already broke everything as far as that is concerned. So. Mm-hmm. I forgive it. I forgive it. It was a fun scene yeah. where where you see Poe jumping in the hyperspace and back out over and over again, and he's in a different weird environment every time, yeah. and al- almost crashing into something every time. Yeah. And they're just show like that's impossible, but that's they're just showing you that Poe is such a great pilot and has such great piloting instincts and is probably guided by the Force, even though we're never you know we're never going to see that. But um, uh, it was a fun scene anyway. I don't know if I missed anything important in that scene. Like, uh, like I feel the places they were no. jumping to. Yeah, no. Um, did we know the places? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I, th- I think it was just random environments yeah. that were just all different, interesting, cool-looking places. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, okay, so then they, they get back to the rebel base uh, in the jungle, uh, but that's later on. The, the next scene is Ray training in the jungle with Leia. Um the first uh, reveal shot of Ray is she's floating cross-legged like 10 feet in the air in the jungle with rocks all around her. And she's meditating, trying to contact, sounds like Luke. She's, she's saying, be with me, be with me. Mm-hmm. She's, she's trying to commune with force ghosts and it's not happening. They're not appearing. And she gets a little frustrated and she's, uh, she has a little exchange with Leia, which we refer to either 
earlier she says um, it's impossible. Leia says nothing's impossible, and then and then Ray says, "F it, I'm going to run the training course." Yeah. And we get that training course scene, which we saw many times in, in the, the trailers. Trailer. But yeah. there's obviously a lot more to it, um, and it was pretty cool. I like, I enjoyed it, uh, and you see how powerful Ray is now. How she she like is a forced leap queen. Yeah, uh, yep. and yep. <laughs> and um, she she's really strong. She can move uh, and lift heavy things, yeah. right? Um, and we that that definitely she, plays. She can make rocks float, which is uh, very important because that's what she said the force was. Yes. <laughs> Um. Okay. So in that, at the end of that scene, remember when she was trying to hit the uh, the training ball? Yes. And she, couldn't, she couldn't hit it. Now, yes, she used now I got I got that uh, Kylo Ren was controlling that. Why? I don't know. It seemed well. They kept on showing Kylo Ren, so they kept on going back and forth. So I feel like Kylo Ren was controlling the the ball, hmm. and she couldn't hit it. I that's what I got from that. Now, yeah, I don't think he knew where she was. I so. think he saw. No, he didn't know where she was, but she he could see. Oh, her. through their through their connection. Yeah, because yeah. remember he was he was the one bridging their connection throughout the entire movie. Okay, you know what? Right. When I watch when I watch it tomorrow, I'm going to watch that. I did not pick that up, but that's okay. That's that's what I got. That sounds, that's what I got, sounds right? possible. Yeah, sounds possible. So. I'm, I'm gonna look for it. Yeah, no, I was just throwing uh, that out there because that's what I when when he, when he when she couldn't hit it, they kept on showing him, and he was kind of like in like a I don't know like a what's the word I'm looking for trance um, like a, yeah like a trance state right yeah. like he was kind of like you know what I mean and then okay. um, she couldn't hit it and then finally when she hit it and crushed it he came out of that state. Okay, watch I did not notice yeah. that. Watch that, that sounds that sounds like maybe you're right. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna watch for it for sure. All right. um, can't wait to see it again tomorrow night. Um, tomorrow afternoon, I'm going twelve o'clock. Nice. <laughs> you're so gonna I'm end actually... up. You're gonna end up going again later at night. Watch. <laughs> I'm actually seeing it in 3D tomorrow. I know you saw it in 3D tonight. Eh? I saw it in 3D tonight. I did. I yeah. did not. I did not realize it was 3D when I bought the ticket. Oh, okay. I just I just wanted to be in the IMAX theater. Yeah. Um, the the 3D didn't pull me out, but I didn't notice it either. I didn't like go, whoa, that just came out of the screen at me ever. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, yeah. Where were we? I forget. Uh, force, um, force training. Okay. And then she uh, did a little thing with with uh, with Leia where she gave her the lightsaber, which I thought was weird. Was the weird choice. <laughs> what do you mean? She, well, I remember when she's like. Um, she went and talked to talk to Leia, and then I don't remember the exact dialogue, but basically she she said she said, "Here, take it. I'm not worthy of it," or something like she that. She said she said, "Someday I'll earn your brother's lightsaber." Yeah, something like that, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was a weird choice <laughs> for her to give back the one weapon that because at that point she didn't have another one. Yeah. Right. But so. but I don't know. They were like in a safe place. She wasn't like going to go into a fight anytime soon. Oh, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah, I thought it was weird too. I think she was just like showing her frustration. Again, that was probably just pre-dialogue that Leia spoke. Uh, yeah, had was had spoken, so they incorporated it, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. It was, to me, it was a weird choice, but because uh, then when she was going on her mission, Leia gave it back to her. <laughs> right. So yes. 
Yeah. Uh, well, well, Leia never said that she wanted it back. It was just no, Ray tur- yeah. turning it over in frustration, right? Yeah. So, which again, I, I'm sure that was just because that was the dialogue they had to work with. Yeah. Maybe the Force Awakens originally ended with her giving her the lightsaber, saying, "I hope to earn this someday." Or yeah, something you're like probably that. right. Um. Yeah. Slightly. So, Slightly awkward scene, but yeah, not that bad. No, no. not Canto Bite. Yeah, it wasn't Canto <laughs> Bite bad. Yeah, you're right. I definitely agree with that. One thing I'm disappointed about was there was no DJ in this movie. I really wanted DJ back. Yeah, I wanted him. To, I wanted him to play a role again. Something, but, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you feel like they underutilized um, uh, what's her face, uh, Rose Tico? Underutilized, um, yeah. I mean, uh, she played I, such a you big know, part in, in the you know, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a Rose Tico fan in the first place. Okay, uh, I, I, one of my, one of the mistakes I think Ryan Johnson made was putting Rose Tico in there and trying to make her Finn's girlfriend. Yeah. And obviously, JJ agreed because, um, yeah, all of that is rewritten, and that's one of the things on the long list of things mm-hmm. where people are people are going to say. J.J. retconned Ryan Johnson's movie. Yeah. Uh, the romantic relationship between Finn and Rose is just completely erased. Yeah, it, it, it didn't it's even happen, yeah. not addressed at all. No. We just pretend it was platonic, that kiss, and we have moved the heck on from Rose and Finn yeah. in a major way. And Rose has just become one of the characters who just hangs around Leia in these movies. Like yeah. in, in, all, in all these movies, there's just characters who their job is just to be around Leia for exposition. Yeah. And that's what Rose has become in this film. Yeah. And I mean, that's something people are going to say. JJ only had her in the movie because he wanted to be nice and he felt like he had to have her in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and people might be right. I, I think, you know, like the way she was not really used. Yeah. And the way her rela- relationship was erased without even a line, without even a reference to, yeah. like, I'm so over his nonsense or whatever. You're like, nothing. Yeah. Right? Like, it's kind of funny how she was, like, a huge part of the um, the promotional tour and all that stuff, too, right? Because she was going on all the talk shows with the, with the whole cast. Yes. And yes. Uh, she was at Disney World with the cast and stuff. And then, meanwhile, she was in the movie for probably, like, ten minutes. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if she really hates Star Wars. Like, yeah. and and you heard like, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on Finn's real name now. Uh, oh, uh, like John Boyega. Yeah, John Boyega made some comments about how she wasn't mentally strong. And that's how why she reacted so poorly and got off social media. Um, yeah. Uh, so I I have a feeling like maybe she really dislikes Star Wars. Maybe she's just there for the, the I don't know for. But not, not maybe the paycheck, but maybe the little girl Rose fans who exist, mm-hmm. you know, maybe she's saying, I'm just here for them. Or I'm just doing it, even though I don't want to. I have a feeling she doesn't like Star Wars. I have the feeling the whole thing has soured her. I, I'm sure what we'll never hear that from her, yeah. but um, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, uh, where were we in the story? Oh, I don't know. Oh. This, is, this is where I'm going to lose track of what comes next because. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, from Princess Leia gave uh, Ray back the thing. Um, they're going back on a mission. Uh, the mission was to find... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Uh, 
because Ray and, uh, sorry, Pin, Finn and Poe mm-hmm. arrive at this time with Chewbacca. Yeah. And uh, we get a fun scene with the three of them together finally, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray and Finn and Poe. Uh, Ray and Poe are quibbling with each other. They're fighting. Uh, Ray is mad at Poe for bringing the Falcon back damaged, and how could you hyper-skip it? Yeah, that's uh, right. And, um, Damaging BB-8. Poe is mad at Ray because BB-8 was damaged during her Jedi training. Yeah. Um, it's a fun little scene, and uh, Poe and Finn's back and forth, their jokes between each other are, are always fun mm-hmm. through, in this one, too. Uh, they're really their bromance has really like uh, become like quick repartee. It's funny the, the jokes in this in this movie they don't beat you over the head yeah. the way some some people have been complaining about slapstick comedy in previous ones. Yeah. There's no slapstick comedy, but there's funny inside jokes, which is great. It's very Star Wars. Even though the relationship the relationship between the main characters is different, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot of tension between Poe and Ray, which really doesn't get better ever. <laughs> um, and uh but it, but it's great they're their own characters they're their own thing but they're still fun yeah um so anyway uh the message that they received on their reconnaissance mission was about palpatine's location exegol the secret fleet um and um they're like we have to find exegol but there's no way to find exegol yeah. ray happens to know from the jedi books that Luke was looking for Exegol, and she has some, some clues in, on, on how to find... She knows that they need the Sith Pathfinder, yep. Wayfinder, uh, in order to find Exegol. So uh, she has some clues on how to find the Sith Wayfinder. Mm-hmm. And this is the mission that, that the heroes go on together now. So we get Rey, and we get Finn, and we get Poe, and we get BB-8, and we get C-3PO. Yeah. And this broke my heart. The goodbye scene between C-3PO and R2-D2 made me so mad. It should have been R2-D2. The BB-8 replacing R2-D2 thing is like still bothers me. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not going to write off the movie because of it, but it's a choice that still bugs me. Uh, C-3PO says goodbye to R2 as he's leaving for the mission. In case I don't come back, you were my best friend. Yeah. It's a great line. It's a great little tribute to R2, but, like, man, so many little tributes to R2 and not enough R2. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, th- so they go on the mission, and the mission is to... who the first planet is Kajimi? I don't remember the name for life of me. Kajimi, but it's the planet where they're having that party, right? Yeah, yeah, the big celebration. And did I skip anything? Is there is there another Kylo scene here somewhere that I'm not... Uh... Possibly? We see, we see, well, we see, we see Kylo talking to the First Order and telling them, "Okay, we're going to work with Palpatine now." Oh no! And, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, there was that scene. I'm pretty sure it was uh, in between when they were, when the, all like the heads are at that table, yeah. and then um, he's the, the one guy says something, and I don't remember the he exact says, line. He and, says something like, "What did Palpatine ask in return?" He yeah. certainly wants something from us, doesn't he? And he did that crazy. Uh, and yes, choke where you like he like slammed him on the ceiling. Yeah. I thought yes. that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Kylo Ren's Again. force chokes like one up Darth Vader's every time, right? Yeah. Like he he can't just choke him like Darth Vader. He's got to do something like sick and over the top. Yeah. So he force chokes him, but then slams him on the ceiling like the Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. Kylo's very powerful. Yeah. 
And we get the scene where they're reforging his mask before this. Okay, we, we skipped right. that one. Yeah, that's true. And, the, and it's so crazy. It's a monkey. Yeah, I was going to say, did you <laughs> notice that it looked like a Planet of the Eight monkey? I can't, <laughs> like, like, I, can't wait to, I can't wait to watch this with Steve because he loves monkeys so much. And there's a monkey in yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought that was great, too. I'm like... It, or it's a chimpanzee, I think. Yeah. Well, like, uh, that was but a, my exact a cybernetic, same... a cybernetic chimpanzee. Yeah. No, that was, like, my exact reaction. I was like, is that a fucking monkey? <laughs> and it was a monkey wearing goggles. It, it was like it was like a Planet of the Apes ape yeah, bubbles. Straight, straight, straight Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, no, good. Uh, I like that. It was cool. Yeah. I, thought that, I thought a monkey. That's cool. Yeah. Monkeys in Star Wars. Who? Yeah. Who, who knew? <laughs> like cybernetic smart monkeys that that will weld your helmet back together for you. <laughs> at, at first, I thought the I thought the monkey was one of the Knights of Ren. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought, oh my god, there's a cool alien knight of Rin. But no, he was just like the armorer, I guess. <laughs> he was the repair guy. Repair, I guess. The repair monkey. The repair monkey. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. <coughs> did, you, uh, did you feel the Knights of Ren were a little bit underutilized in this film? Um, underutilized for sure, yeah. yes. I definitely expected more from the Knights of Ren. Um, there was that nice little fight at the end, which we'll get to. But yeah, other than that, yeah. Kylo's sure. Kylo's bodyguards, basically, and no explanation of who they are. If no. they were, if they had the Force, they, if they were, if they were some of the fellow students from the temple, nothing. Did they nothing. even say Knights of Ren in this film? I can't remember. I feel like they did once, maybe. Yeah, yeah. There was some part where Hux was like. This is what happens when the Knights of Ren are running the show. Right. We have losses or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, definitely, definitely underutilized. I thought they were going to do more. Yeah, um, I guess but, that's where the comics kick in, right? Because they're supposed to be Knights of Ren right. comics, right? And oh. and the books, and we'll get all kinds of. I'm sorry, I'm sure we'll get every Knight of Ren's yeah. backstory yeah. in a comic or a book eventually. Yeah. But uh, not in this movie, and that's okay. Still like the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, where were we? Uh, we're on that um, party planet. Yep. We're on that party, and we get a great scene where Ray is interacting with children, and it's very reminiscent of all the pictures you see of Daisy Ridley with, you know, little Ray fans mm-hmm. everywhere. And we get um, uh, the child uh, tells Ray uh, her name. Yeah. And asks Ray what her last name is, and Ray's like, "I don't have a name." Yeah. And that's uh, you know a main theme of this movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, from the very first conversation between Kylo Ren and the Palpatine, Palpatine says, "You have to kill the girl, and don't trust her. She's not who you think she is." Yeah. That's like that's I think that's the last line of that scene, I believe. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah. it's highly emphasized. Is this movie is about? Who Ray is, yeah. we're telling you now. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, we find out later. Yep. And the little girl gives her that necklace. Very important. I think it's extremely important <laughs> because because in, almost immediately after that, yeah. she she goes into one of her connections with Kylo moments yep. where she's having a vision because she's suddenly in Kylo's location, yeah. uh, and Kylo is seeing her. But not her location. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to use their connection to find out where she is. Uh, he tells her, uh, Palpatine uh, wants you dead. I have other plans. You and I are going to overthrow him together. 
And she's like, nah. And then he's like, here, give me that necklace. And he snatches her necklace off yeah. of her neck through their force bond. Yeah. Which is a cool trick we haven't seen before and comes important later. Yeah. Um, but he they but he takes the necklace that he snatched off her neck through the force and analyzes it and figures out what planet she's on and then comes after her, yeah. which has some major consequences later. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, our heroes are uh, basically in this village and they're they have no idea where to look for the wayfinder. Um, she just, they just know that Luke's path ended in his search ended on this planet. Yeah. Uh, so they're looking for the spaceship of this guy that Luke had tracked to this planet yeah. who apparently knew. Um, and then they of course come across the first order and they start getting chased. So we get that chase scene that we've seen in all the trailers where, where they're on the speeders and they they're being chased now. by they fly now stormtroopers on motorbikes. Yeah. And I, and I'm sorry, but that bugs me. Um, I don't know. I, I, I dug that scene. I don't know. I I, I, the scene was fine, but it didn't have to be motorbikes. It could have been speeder bikes. It should have been speeder bikes. Yeah, I get it. But, uh, I, guess, but then, I guess they had to do the, the jump the, thing, though, right? The, the jump thing. Yeah. It's a new toy, maybe. But yeah. but why do we need motorbikes in this world? Like it's, it, like it's even, it bugged me when they did it in Star Trek. <laughs> and yeah. and it's, it bugged me that they put motorbikes in Star Wars. But whatever. I'll get over it. I'm over it. There, I'm over it. Okay. But they also um, gotta sell new toys too though, right? Yep. Yep. And still a fun chase scene and a lot longer than we saw in the trailers and uh some cool bowcaster action by Chewbacca in those in the scenes, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um and a fun chase scene that ends in a crash. Yeah. And then they fall through some sinking sands. Yeah. Which was a callback to the first movie, uh to Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Sinking Sands, yeah. but was also a major head scratcher because we know Ray could have used the Force and plucked them right out of the Sinking Sands, right? Yeah, that's true. I didn't really think of that though. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was thinking, okay, Ray's just going to pull them out, yeah. but she didn't. They fall through the Sinking well, Sands they and to it, fall through, right? <laughs> so yes, yes, yeah. that's to... so they can have the Indiana Jones moment where they fall into these caves. And they find uh, the dagger on the dead body of the guy who they were looking for. And uh, the dagger has Sith runes on it that have the location of the Sith Wayfinder that they're looking for. Um, And and I love the C-3PO plot, man. Like, we were wondering what this was going to be in the trailer. Mm -hmm. And I love what they did. C-3PO can read the Sith runes. But his programming, and this is cool, his Republic programming prevents him from translating Sith. Because Sith is so evil, their language is so evil, it's like banned to speak it. So C-3PO is mechanically incapable of speaking the translation on the dagger. I think it's such a cool, like, little writing thing. Um, And a cool use of of C-3PO. So they take... C-3PO to the droid hacker. Just before you uh, go there, yeah. though, you for you forgot another point. Uh, I jumped over a bunch, I know. Yeah, so that uh, they, they gave the creature a name, but that snake creature, that giant snake creature yes. with the six eyes. Um, yes. I think, okay, so Mandalorian was pushed yes. forward. I was because, wondering. Yes, because apparently there was something in that episode 
that yes. that bridged a gap in Rise of Skywalker. And yes. I feel like it was Baby Yoda in that yes. healing. Exactly. exactly. Um, I forget his. I forget Carl Weathers' character's name. Grieve. Grief. Grief. Karga. Grief. Karga. And yep. they did basically that in this film. Yes. Exactly. Twice. Perfect. Yes. Twice. Yes. <laughs> it was crucial in this film yeah. that you can use the Force to heal wounds. Yeah. Baby Yoda did that in Episode 7 of The Mandalorian. Episode 7 of The Mandalorian was intentionally moved ahead of the release of Rise of Skywalker. And a lot of people theorized. And when when a lot of people theorize about something random like this, it's a leak. Yeah. It was leaked that the reason it was moved up was because it filled a, like, plot hole in Rise of Skywalker. So it showed you Baby Yoda healing Grief Karga's blaster wound yeah. so that when ray does it it wasn't it wasn't a uh a wound from that um bird creature yes yeah, a claw wound. like claw wound yeah because it was right. poisoned he said right? right right so when ray does it you've already seen it once because you saw baby yoda do it yeah. so you don't go oh jedis can't do that yeah once again if you played the star wars role-playing game you'd know jedis can do that but um Yes, we had Baby Yoda show it to us first before Ray did it, uh, which was cute. You know what? The tie-ins between Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker, as far they go a lot farther than that. Like mm-hmm. I want to talk about, I want to talk about this later when we review Rise of Skywalker. I'm not sorry when we Mandalorian review Mandalorian. Seven. Again. Yeah, yeah, seven and eight. We're gonna do a, a joint episode because it's a two-part finale, basically yeah, seven yeah, and eight, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll do an episode to review Mandalorian seven and eight together, and like. It's so perfect, right? Because, like, if you hate Rise of Skywalker, you still love Mandalorian, right? So you still have Star Wars to look forward to. You still are bored yeah. with Disney, with Disney, right? Yeah. It's it's brilliant. But I love Rise of Skywalker anyway. Okay, where were we? Um, baby, or sorry, no, robot uh, C three PO game reprogram. No, we were at Ray healing the snake creature with the force. No, but you, I, I brought, I jumped back, but you jumped ahead. Yes, to that part. okay, but I didn't, I didn't want to jump ahead. I, oh, okay. okay. So, so Ray My uses bad. Ray uses the force to heal a giant snake creature that is blocking the exit oh, to the underground tunnel. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> um, and then, then the snake lets them out of the tunnel yeah. because Ray, because Ray, Ray helped him yeah. heal a wound. And then, um, what did we jump over? No, um, because you jumped to the the uh, reprogramming, but we forgot about Chewbacca getting the, going to the ship. Uh, the we ship. also forgot Lando Calrissian. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Lando Lando saved the day. That's right. Land, Lando saves them that? when when they are attacked by the First Order in I the so, village. I so knew that was Lando. By he shows he shows <laughs> up he shows up in a weird armor like he likes to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he rescues them and he leads them to uh, the ship. Yeah. Uh, so Lando's role is at first it seems like it's pretty small. Like he's just like uh, he saves them quickly. Mm-hmm. He has he has a couple of great lines, great dialogue. Uh, he says, "Give Leia my love," which I love. You know what I wish? You know that I wish that this movie had ended with Lando and Leia getting married. Yeah. But you know, I, I like what they did with Leia anyway. Yeah. Um. So um yeah so Lando was before the cave thing mm-hmm. and. Then after the cave thing, there was, they... there was another quick little thing. Sorry, it's it small. Go ahead. When they were sinking in the sand, and uh, 
And Finn's like, Ray, there's something I need to tell you. And then they go through, yes. and he's like, what'd you want to say? He's like, oh, I'll, I'll tell you later. Ask me later. <laughs> right. And then that became like a little ongoing thing. So what were right. you going to say to Ray? And, and then he never tells her. Yeah. Yeah. But but we figured it out, right? We know what it is. Well, I figure it's it was. I've always loved you. Okay, okay. Right? No, 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 dude, dude. I think I we disagree. We disagree. Or the fact that he is force sensitive. Finn has the force. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, I, and I, they. I'm sure if it was that because I did sense that he he did have the force throughout the entire film. Yeah, Finn definitely has the force. Yeah. He. They don't address it. Like Ray and Finn never talk about it. Ray, like there is this. You're right. I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. When there's when they're sinking in the sands, Finn says to Ray, "Ray, I never told you." Yeah. And later, and later, Ray's like, "What were you going to tell me?" And he's like, uh, "I'll tell you some another time." Yeah. And then Poe has a great joke. He means another time when Poe's not here, yeah. right? And it, great dialogue between or trialogue. Anyway. Um, uh, the point was uh, that later on in the movie, Finn shows you that he's using the Force, like just feeling things, just just getting insights into things he shouldn't yeah. get insights into, yeah. um, and talking about the Force, but he never has the conversation with Ray. And I wonder if that got put on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder if they did pay that off later. Like, the third lesson in The Last Jedi, which I was hoping, mm. I was hoping we were going to get a Luke scene where he's like, are you ready for the third lesson? Uh, because he never did it in in the Last Jedi, but um, that didn't happen. Right. Um, it was kind of like that to me, anyway. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, going on in this film, but yeah, keep yes, going. there's there's so much <laughs> going on in this film. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was well written. Like I, yeah, yeah, I've, I, agree. I I've always been down on JJ for writing, mm-hmm. but I like the writing in this movie uh, mostly, mostly, mostly. Yeah. Anyway. Um, where are we now? Uh, they so, escape the cave, yeah, and then uh, and then and then they're like, we, Chewie gets captured yeah. by the First Order, and then Kylo Ren arrives, and we get the scene that we saw in the first trailer, yeah. where Kylo's arriving in his uh, special Kylo fighter, yeah. and, and Ray feels him coming, and she walks out into the desert to wait for him. Yeah. And at the same time, or, or Chewie goes out to find her, and then he gets captured by the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And then Finn goes out looking for Chewie and Ray, mm-hmm. and he sees Chewie get captured, and then he sees Ray fighting Kylo Ren. And there's a lot of Finn watching Ray fight Kylo Ren and just yelling her name. Yes. In I this know, movie. But... <laughs> right. And I and I keep I keep wondering is he trying to distract her so she gets killed? Yeah. Like he's just yelling her name. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing of use. <laughs> just, just hey Ray. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, no, I thought that was kind of funny too. It was like an ongoing theme of him yelling her name. Just Ray. <laughs> like I I wanted her to turn around and go what? <laughs> <laughs> what you want, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, but but she didn't unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, another thing is, uh, she said she said to Finn uh, before that all that happened. Um, I the ship, I recognize the ship from somewhere. I know the ship, right? 
right? It's the the ship that they find in the desert, which becomes the ship that they leave in because the Millennium Falcon is surrounded by First Order. Yeah. Um, the ship turns out to be the ship that her parents yeah. uh, were on, yeah. that they left Jakku on, yeah. which we find out later. Um, so, uh, Ray and Kylo Ren, uh, that move that we saw in the trailer where she flips over the TIE fighter, mm-hmm. she just cuts the wing off and it's one, one move and it's done. Yeah. Um, that which pretty, is, that was pretty dope too. It's pretty badass. Pretty badass. Yeah. Um, the, the crash was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the, the TIE fighter crashed the ball rolling yeah, yeah. and, and, and then Kylo walking out of the explosion, uh, all pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, Finn shows up and yells, "Ray, Chewie's been captured!" and points at a first at a first order shuttle that's flying away. And Ray, this is the moment where I went, "What?" Yeah. out loud in the theater. Yeah. Ray grabs the shuttle in midair and stops it from flying away. Yeah, holds the shuttle in air with, and she didn't look like she was sweating. No, she didn't look, didn't look like there was any effort. Yeah. Uh, Later on, we see Luke's Force Ghost lifting a ship. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's he's straining. <laughs> he looks like he's concentrating really hard. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but uh, okay. So I think I feel like they threw that scene in as a payoff to uh, the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, when absolutely. He, when he can lift the ship, but absolutely. if you notice when he lifted it, right, and he had it up in the air, Ray looks at him and he looked at her and smiled. Right, like right. You're right. You're I, right. I can lift it, motherfucker. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, once he got it up, once he got it up, he was like, whatever. Yeah. But I, when he was lifting it, he concentrated. Like I, th- I understand. He was just imitating his performance in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. He was just he was just saying, this is how Luke does this. Um, but it looked like he it looked like Ray did it easier. Anyway. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't. I don't care that Ray is more powerful than Luke. It's okay that Ray is more powerful she's than Luke. A, I hope she's a powerful. I, 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 I want everyone else. Okay, you just spoiled it. Oh, we, we already said that. I know. Did we? Yeah, anyway. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, we're we're in spoiler mode. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> so, I'm fine with Ray being more powerful than Luke. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So then, so So, then Kylo, so then Kylo sees Ray's holding the shuttle, and Kylo's like, "Nah," and then he starts to pull the shuttle too. So they're having a force tug of war with a first order shuttle in the sky above them. And then Ray, getting really upset because she thinks Chewbacca's on that shuttle, uh, loses control and. Force lightning, Force lightning. Com- comes comes out of Ray, just like her granddaddy, and she blows up the shuttle. Yep. So it looks like Ray just killed Chewbacca, and at this yep. point in the movie, I believed it. Like yep. they fooled me. They fooled me, dude. I totally squeezed my girlfriend's head. Yeah, me, no, me <laughs> <was> too. Like, <gasps> <laughs> I meet you. Like I whisper, yeah. I whisper something to Melinda at this point for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I can't believe the movie went this dark yeah. that Ray accidentally killed Chewbacca. And now she's going to have to deal with that. And I thought, oh, my God, they're doing this balance between Ray and Kylo, right? Because mm. because Kylo can now say, yeah, I, ki- I killed my father, but you killed Chewbacca. Like, yeah. I, th- I thought that's what I thought we were going to get that line, right? Yeah. Um, they let us off the hook really quickly. Yeah. Like, they, they showed us really quickly that Chewbacca was fine. That he was actually on a different shuttle. Yeah. It was a switcheroo, yeah. um, but that scene was powerful, dude. Like yeah. when you when you don't know. Yeah, I agree. When you're like, 
holy at that movie at that moment i was like what yeah. the hell is this movie gonna do to me yeah. like yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I love that scene. Um, as as messed up as it is, and the, the fact that it's taken away right away, like it hit me hard. It hit me hard in the moment. Same here, man. Like I said, I ga- I I gasped. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, it hit yes. me hard too. Don't worry. Yes. Um. <laughs> so then, uh, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on how Ray gets out of this scene. How does what happens to Kylo that she gets away? Uh, I'm blanking too. Uh, did they? They didn't fight again, did they? Did she just run away? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember how the how the scene ends. How she gets away from? Yeah, it, no. But... I think uh, I think they picked her up in the ship and they t- and took off. They just left him standing there. Yeah. I feel uh, like okay. That's what okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to rewatch it when I'm rewatching tomorrow. I'll have to yeah. take a note. Yeah. No, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, so I'm drawing a blank there too. Okay, so Ray, so Ray leaves with Finn and Poe in the old crusty ship that they found in the desert. Mm-hmm. The First Order have captured the Millennium Falcon and Chewbacca. Yeah. Okay, where do we go from here? Um, <laughs> we have to go to the droid hacker because Chewbacca had the dagger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now our heroes so they've he... lost they've lost Chewbacca, so they're all heartbroken. Yeah. And they've lost the dagger, so they have no way to translate the directions to uh, Exegol. Yeah. And the directions are still in C-3PO's memory, but he can't say them out loud. Yeah. So they need to go to a droid hacker to get the directions to Exegol out of C-3PO's memory. Yeah. But Poe knows a guy, but uh, he doesn't want to go to that planet because... Poe uh, knows a guy. Because... With, uh, with history. Yeah. He's, he's had some history on that planet. And he doesn't want to go back. <laughs> and uh, But they end up going back anyways. But they go back because the mission's that important. Yeah. They said if, if this mission fails, then all we fought for has meant nothing. Yeah. So Paul goes to the planet he doesn't want to go to to find the droid hacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we find Zori Bliss. Who is a character who apparently is from Poe's past. Mm-hmm. From when he was a spice runner. Yeah. They were in the same spice so, runner gang together. Yeah. You're You're a spice runner? Okay, easy there, ex stormtrooper. Yep. <laughs> and but you were a scavenger. Uh, we could do this all day. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> but the, you the were a scavenger. Easy there, uh, scavenger. <laughs> yeah. The Poe line. We could do this all day. Yeah. I love. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that line was a callback line. Uh, Poe is great when he gets annoyed with people for like making him explain himself. Yeah. Um. So we get the Zori Bliss character. She's somebody from. She's like an ex flame. Um, she's basically um, what the Gian character was in Mandalorian to Mandalorian. She's yeah. like a, his badass ex girlfriend from his from his badass days. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know what? Um, Did you like her character? Uh, I, I love. Car- I love Carrie. Like bounty hunter to me. Like okay, okay. Here it is. I just I just crystallized it. Yeah. Okay. She she's Phasma. Okay, I love the actress. Um, completely underused. Completely not taken advantage of. You have a great talent. Mm-hmm. You have so much potential with Carrie Russell. Yeah. Same the same way you had with Gwendolyn Stacy, and you they just didn't use her. Like they she she served a, a function in, in the plot. She's Poe's ex girlfriend. She's um, like a regular person in the galaxy who. Joins the fight in the end with everybody else. Um, 
but there isn't much to her really beyond that. Okay. Well, they gave she gave him that uh, that coin and, thing that that grants. Yeah. Them. Okay. Yeah, that's right. She's right. the code. She's the code breaker of this one, right? Yeah. She gives them. She she helps them get access to their to the uh, first order ship. Yeah. Uh, I also want to say I think her costume is dumb. Like, uh, yeah, like I wasn't feeling her helmet. It's it's the same for me as um, the character from Mandalorian, Cara Cara Dune's costume. Just okay. bugs me. Like I don't I don't have a problem with Carrie Dune, but her costume bugs me. Like it's like her costume actually doesn't bother me. But uh, it's, I don't know. Like I not, felt like I didn't have a connection with that character until she showed her eyes. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then you're like, oh, okay. There's a person under there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, at least, at, least, at, least she, at least she got to show her eyes. Yeah, um, true. Um, well, no, so did Gwendolyn Chrissy, except she was dying when she did. Right. <laughs> well, one eye, right, if I remember correctly? Right. <laughs> um, before we continue, I want to say, I just remembered, I can name at, one, at least one Disney Plus spinoff that is definitely going to be announced after this. Sorry, Bliss, did, whatever her name is? No, no. <laughs> Did you pick out another one? Because we'll get to it later. I'll wait till we get to it. The little uh, droid guy. No, no. Okay, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to it. Later. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so okay. Zori Bliss uh, and the code uh, the the droid hacker whose name I should remember because he was the funniest character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's uh, great! Uh, I love that uh, guy. Uh, the little character. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, we suck for not remembering this character. Yeah. Well, it's, it, was, it was a lot to take in. Man. <laughs> it was a lot. Anyway, the droid hack, the droid hacker, my favorite character, the funniest, the funniest character in the movie. Anyway, yeah. Um, and C3PO has to make the choice because hacking into his Sith memories will erase all of his other memories. Yeah. Um, so it looks like C3PO is committing suicide for the cause. Basically sacrificing himself, like making the choice himself. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have to do it. The mission is so important. Sadly, they take it back later. Uh, I, I feel like you you kind of ruined that moment by taking it back. Like a, not like the Chewbacca thing. The Chewbacca thing was like a was a fair switcheroo, mm-hmm. but this but this one was just kind of like, oh, we can't do that to C three PO. We gotta we gotta fix him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I feel like what is the point of the big sacrifice that he made? It's not. It's not a sacrifice at all. Babu Frick. Babu Frick, thank you. Yes. Really funny character. Remind me of reminds me of a lot of people I've worked with actually. Uh, 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 just a funny guy. Just a yeah. funny character. Yeah. Uh, funny technician character who just like yeah, he's funny. You'll see. Watch the movie. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so uh, C3PO uh, gets his brain hacked and then translates the message and tells them where the Wayfinder is, and it's on a moon of Endor. Now, we don't see any Ewoks on this moon, so I don't know if this is the same moon from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I don't know if we're supposed to know that or not. But, um, I don't know. I'm going to jump to when they go there. Is there anything? Yeah. In be- like, I don't remember uh, if there's anything in between. In between, uh, I don't think so. Not top of the head i can't remember um but yeah no they go to the the moon of vendor or whatever or not the moon of vendor but the whatever moon it was and um they come across i now i forget her name now too but we find out later that they're all janna janna okay yeah we find out later who is not stormtroopers 
not Lando's daughter. No. But is she, though? Because... Or is she... There was that little moment between the two at the end, right? A little moment that maybe so, teases, teases a Disney Plus series. Yeah. So who are you? Who are you? Uh, no, no. This is, this is the moment where I maybe thought... we should I, find out. <laughs> dude, I thought this was going to be the reveal that Lando was her dad. Like, yeah, so oh my God, I'm from that system too. Yeah. Like she's, she sits down next to Lando and she says, so where you're from? And then he says the, I think it's the gold system or the gall system. I can't remember. Yeah. And she, and he's like, where are you from? And he's like, she's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, we should find that out. Yeah. And like it, like he's definitely like got like a fatherly kind of vibe with her, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Han and Ray in The Force Awakens, almost, right? Yeah. And what a great Disney Plus series this could be, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would be so on board for Lando and Jana. Uh, right. You know. Uh, we find out about Jana's character here. Jana, this is where we meet Jana on Endor, and there is there is a basically a faction of of resistance fighters here on Endor um, who turn out are all just like Finn, who are all former uh, first order troopers who all lay down their weapons when they were ordered to kill some innocent villagers. And Finn, this is one of the many times where Finn drops his knowledge of the Force. She's like, I don't know why I did it. And Finn's like, I know why you did it. It was a feeling, right? It was the Force, right? And Finn talks about the Force a lot through this movie, which is how Finn is telling the audience, yeah, I'm a Force-sensitive too. Um, And that's that's what I wanted to tell Ray before we died. Um, so um, Jana and, and these uh, horseback riding resistance fighters, the Millennium Falcon has basically crashed because the landing gear was damaged. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, they basically just uh, hook up with Ray and Finn and Poe, and they're like, "Hey, we're resistance too. We'll help you out." Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of Ewoks, we get these guys basically. Yeah. Uh, and then um, they're like, "No, we can't go to the the Star Destroyer right now, which is where they're going. It's mm-hmm. the remains. It's the remains of the Star Destroyer." which are crashed in the ocean here. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, no, we can't go there right now. We'll have to wait till morning when the seas are calmer. Of course, Ray takes off on her own. Yeah. She steals a boat and she navigates those stormy seas. She's like, we ain't got time to wait. We got to get this wayfinder now, son. Yep. <laughs> uh, so uh, Ray goes to the Star Destroyer, or the Death Star room ruins mm-hmm. and we and we get great scenes of her exploring them and then Finn, Finn freaks out no we can't let her go we can't you know we gotta go after her um, so they take another there was, boat there was some nice little throwbacks by the way sorry to interrupt there was a nice, nice little throwbacks on uh, on the Death Star um, when she first is climbing up that's the exact same place where Obi-Wan was uh, where he uh, turned off the, yes. the the force shields or whatever or the um, the shields Yes. Um, and then, of course, she climbs up, and then she's in the throne room. Yes. Um, yeah. No, uh, it was nice little, nice little, uh, if anything, those were fan service moments. Yes. Um, that's what but great fans, like good fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right? I'm, not like, saying, I'm not saying it was it was bad at all. Like, yeah. uh, like I'm sure, like my girlfriend didn't pick up on those spots. 
But right. being who, like, obviously someone who's seen the movies so many times, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the same thing that uh, Obi-Wan was on. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, okay. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, she finds the Wayfinder here, and then... Um, oh, you know what else we totally skipped, dude? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, when they went onto the ship... And she to capture or to get back Chewbacca. We we skipped that, did we not? Is that after this? It has to be because she got the knife. It was before it. She got the dagger, right? Because uh, she she got the dagger from that from his like shrine. Remember. Yeah, and then and then the whole Death Star thing was after that. So yeah, okay. So directly after the Zori Bliss scene, because they had the medallion from Zori Bliss that let them get through First Order yeah. security. Yeah. So directly after the Zori Bliss scene, they boarded Kylo Ren's ship. Yeah. So Kylo Ren was down in the city looking for Rey, and Rey was up on Kylo Ren's ship yeah. looking for Chewbacca. Okay, you're right. And then we get that scene where the white room where we thought it looked like almost like Cloud City in the trailer. Uh, we, well, we find out, no, it's Kylo Ren's quarters, and it's where he keeps Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah. And right now he has Chewbacca's bandolier and bowcaster there because yeah. Chewbacca's his prisoner. Yeah. Um, you know what is missing from this movie? What's that? One moment between Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, and Chewbacca where they acknowledge that like Chewbacca would have been like a second dad to yeah. Ben Solo, right? True, like true. he he would have been there through his whole childhood. Yeah. He would have been he would have raised him probably, true, true. right? Yeah. And not one mention of that uh, narratively. Uh, kind of weird to me that 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 Kylo Ren didn't have any moment where he acknowledged that. But um, maybe it's on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right. I hope that would be that would be nice. Uh, yeah. I hope I just have a feeling they didn't think of it. But anyway, yeah, um, that's that could be possible too. But. Yeah, yeah, um, but because it so, doesn't really push the narrative along, it could yeah. have been just on the cutting room floor as well, right? Anyway, great fun action scenes invading this First Order ship. Ray's force is so powerful; mm-hmm. they come across some First Order stormtroopers, and Ray just uses the force, and yeah. she's like, "You're actually happy we're here. Yeah, you're at, you're relieved that we're here." And stormtroopers are like, "Oh God, we're so glad you're here." Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. Uh, and Poe has a great line to Finn. Can she do that to us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, fun, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then fun, fun action scene with the two. The they split up, right? Ray goes off on her own. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, I need that. We need that dagger. I gotta go get it. Yeah. Um, and then Finn and Poe go off looking for Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray is a big Kylo's quarters, and then we have this another Force connection scene. So the the scene where Ray and Kylo smash uh, that podium that Darth Vader's helmet's on. Um, together, mm-hmm. that that's Kylo's actually not there in the yeah. room. That's an, that's another Force connection scene where they end up fighting with their lightsabers through their Force connection. Yeah. Um, and he didn't even know that she was on. He was on, she no. was on the ship. Ray uh, was alone in Ray was alone in Kylo's quarters, and Kylo didn't know where she was. He was asking, "Where are you?" Yeah. Which was which was a cool scene. I thought. I, yeah. I that's a cool that's a cool narrative. Yeah. Um, so Kylo figures out that she's in his quarters because he sees the helmet, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as they smash the thing, he sees the helmet and then he's like, that's where she is. 
And then he tells her, by the way, I know who you are. I know your whole history. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to come up there and tell you. And then it vanishes yeah. and leaves and then leaves her standing there. And I'm like, fuck, that was badass. Yeah. Kylo Ren is badass in this movie. Oh. Kylo Ren is his most empowered, his most strong, mm-hmm. his most, uh, intentioned, like, like he's a fully formed character in this movie and I love him. I love him in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. I think the helmet looks goofy. Yeah, uh, I agree with that too. The the rebuilt I helmet. I don't know if they should have went with glowing red. Yeah, <laughs> but but also the way the way it was just still misshapen, like it wasn't even in the right in the proper shape. It was kind of all bent and warped mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, man, they could have made a brand new helmet easily. Like they, yeah. they didn't have like like it didn't have to be like busted up look. I don't know. Anyway, I guess the whole point was um, he smashed it out of anger. Uh, because of Snoke, whatever, right? And I guess yeah. the whole point is kind of like a fuck you to Snoke. Uh, one, I killed you, and two, I'm putting back my helmet together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's kind of the way I took it. Um, I was a little thrown off by the fact that the red was, like, glowing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt like if it was just kind of, like, dulled back. Yeah. Right? And just, like, dull red, I yeah. probably would have accepted a little bit more. Maybe even, like, a like a white. I don't know. I uh, right, but yeah, uh, the the glowing red did kind of distract me a little bit, though. Right. I kept staring at it. <laughs> but that's me. Right. <laughs> so, um, Poe and Finn uh, get a great action sequence where they, after they rescue Chewbacca, they're running through the halls, shooting yeah. stormtroopers. So shooting stormtroopers, great stuff, really fun stuff. Yeah. And they get captured, yeah. and then they get saved by, oh, wouldn't you know it. Hux. General Hux. And it turns out Hux is the spy in the First Order. He is the mole. But he, he gives a space mole. But he sums it all up in a great line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care if you win. I just need Kylo Ren to lose. Yeah. Uh, which is like he he's watching this guy exorcist other generals around him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it's very bold of him to betray Kylo Ren in any way, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially um, since he can read your mind. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought uh, that was a little funny moment too when he goes to Finn, shoot me in the arm, and he shoots him yeah. in the leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so so Cox releases Finn and Poe, and then he asks Finn to shoot him in the arm, mm-hmm. and Finn's like, shoots him in the leg instead. And that's when we get the line, like, Finn's like, why are you doing this, man? Because he, like, he knows you're, like, he's a piece of shit, right? Like, he yeah. murdered he murdered trillions, right, yeah. in the galaxy. Um and that we get that line from Hux. Uh, I don't. I don't want. I don't care if you win. I just need Kylo Ren to lose. And this, yeah. Hux hates Kylo Ren so much that he's he's taking these dumb risks with his life. Yeah. Um, but uh, Finn and Poe get the Falcon back, and we have this confrontation scene with Ray and Kylo yeah. on the basically the hangar deck of this of his ship. That's right. And. Um, Kylo drops the bomb on her, man. Yeah, yeah. You, Ray, are a Palpatine. Yeah. You are Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter. Yeah. Your parents were his, I guess, his son and his wife, or his daughter and her husband, and they tried to protect you from Pal- Palpatine by hiding you on Jakku, yeah. and then Palpatine had them murdered. Uh, join me, and we'll kill Palpatine, and we'll sit on the Sith throne together. He didn't have them murder; he murdered them. 
Pardon? He murdered them. Palpatine murdered them. He ordered them murdered. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure he said he killed he killed them. No, they showed him being killed. They showed them being stabbed with the dagger on on the ship by like just some alien dude, some green skin dude. Why am I not remembering this? I don't know. There's a lot in this movie, man. Maybe yeah, you yeah. maybe you look maybe you look down. I remember for a them second. dying. I just don't remember an alien dude stabbing them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I will we'll we'll verify tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could I could be wrong. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um it was just like some mercenary looking dude. Yeah. Okay. Um uh so this is the big reveal, guys. Like you were all wondering who Ray was uh since The Force Awakens mm-hmm. and we all we all had our theories. Uh, I think it would have made more sense if she was a clone. A lot of people wanted her to be a Palpatine. Yeah. And um, I think Dominic Monaghan hinted that that was what J.J. always wanted. And I think that that, that was what J.J. always wanted. And and, he, and, he's, and I think J.J. did everything he really wanted to do mm-hmm. after The Force Awakens in this movie. Yeah. This movie. This movie, to me, I could sum it up by saying it's the finale that I expected after The Force Awakens. Right. But it's not the finale I expected after the Last Jedi, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I got ahead of myself with summing up. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, where were we? Okay, the confrontation where Kylo told Rey that she's a Palpatine, yeah. and then and then the Millennium Falcon shows up right outside the hangar bay door, yeah. and we have the big daring escape, which you know we can argue with the physics of this. Of her jumping into space. <laughs> Yeah. Finn, like first it. of all, was in space with yeah. a breathe with a breathe mask on, yeah. instead of a space suit. Now, I think you can explain this away with the Millennium Falcon's force shields. Um, that that it could have protected him from the vacuum. Mm-hmm. He he was inside the Millennium Falcon shields, something like that. But uh, it really kind of looked like Finn was just in open space with nothing but a breathing mask on. Yeah, and it really looked like Jay just like Ray just jumped into open space with nothing. Yeah, uh, which we know that Leia could do, so maybe Ray could do it too. Yeah, I was fine with it. It was pretty cool the way the Falcon like fired its thrusters to knock all the stormtroopers back, mm-hmm. and and except for, um, yeah. except for <laughs> Kylo, Kylo and Ray. Yeah. The two Force users yeah. both just stood there and took it. Yeah. Um, but a pretty cool escape. Uh, pretty cool confrontation between Ray and Kylo. And we get these great lines from Kylo about Ray. You know, I offered you my hand once and you wanted to take it. Yeah. Next, t- next time I offer you my hand, you will take it. Yeah. He offers her his hand this time and she doesn't take it again. No. But she finds out who she is. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, how do you feel about Palpatine? About her being the granddaughter of Palpatine? Was this was this your your favorite of the possibilities? Uh, no, my favorite was uh, her being a clone of uh, Luke's hand. I thought that was that me was too. Amazing, yeah. Um, but no, I I have no problem with her being a Palpatine. Uh, originally from the beginning, I was saying Obi Wan, Obi Wan, Obi Wan. Um, I was convinced just because, uh, she heard Obi-Wan's voice in her force vision, uh, in the force awakens. She heard everybody's voice in this one. Yeah. But I feel like it was Obi-Wan that was like 
the most dominant, and he was like Ray, right, right, right. So I don't know. Yep. Um, I always said Obi Wan, and that was that was my that was my bet. I was like, it's gonna be Obi Wan. It's gonna be Obi Wan. So, um, and even when uh, Kylo Ren was like, you are nothing, you came from nothing, I was still convinced that it was going to be Obi-Wan, like a granddaughter of Obi-Wan. Mm. Um, yeah, no, Palpatine was a little bit left field. Um, I didn't really see that coming. Uh, when she had that Force vision in the trailer, and I knew that Palpatine was in it, that's when I kind of switched gears, and I was like, Fuck, she probably is from she probably, probably is uh from Paul Patine. So right, but yeah, I think that was for me. I think it was around then. I I might have said it on the podcast too. I yeah. can't remember. But anyways, um, but yeah, so it wasn't a shock when it said in the movie. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So me too, me yeah. too. Like I I I knew like the main three theories were clone, yeah, Palpatine. Or Kenobi. Yeah. So any of those three things wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah. Clone would have made me happiest, especially because the ending would have made sense then. Yeah. But um, I think Kenobi would have been good just because I'm okay of Kenobi throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Other I'm than okay naming Ben after him. <laughs> right. I'm okay with Palpatine because it is kind of symmetry with Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. It's a Pal- it's a Palpatine and a Skywalker, a Palpatine and a Skywalker. Yeah. Basically, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't Yeah. Even though the Skywalker turns out to be on the same side as the Palpatine. Oh, that happens in the Return of the Jedi too. Okay, there's still parallels. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I live with it. No problem. Um uh, did I miss anything important there, though? Uh, we skipped over... What did we skip over? We skipped over the dark ray scene, which we saw in the no, trailer. We, we didn't get there yet, did we? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we did. did yeah. Yeah, we because did. It's, 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 when, it's when she grabs the Wayfinder yeah. on yeah, the Death right. Star wreckage. Yeah. No, we haven't gotten there yet because we had to back up to go to That's this true. scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So let's get oh. back forward. She's on the, uh, she's right. on the uh, Death Star. Okay, so fast forward to the Death Star, the broken Death Star. She finds the Wayfinder, and she picks it up, and then she immediately has the vision of Dark Ray, saying, don't be afraid of who you really are. And um, she has a little lightsaber fight with Dark Ray. Um, Which is just like a Force vision, basically, again, right? Yep. Skywalker on Dagobah all, all over again right there. Yes, right. right. That's, that's and this and, yeah. and this is a, this is a place strong in dark force energy, right? She's yeah. holding she's holding a Sith artifact, right? Mm-hmm. So absolutely, that would apply. You're right. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Um, but that scene ends really really quickly, and then Dark Ray never reappears in the movie. Spoiler alert: yeah. <laughs> uh, Ray is the good guy. Yeah. And then Kylo Ren appears. Kylo Ren appears because he tracked her there. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was another Force Vision thing, whatever, or Force Connection, whatever you yep. want to call it. No, but he's uh, really there. The Force, well, I think I think you refer to it as Force FaceTime once upon a time, if I remember correctly. Force FaceTime, Force yeah. Timing? I feel like you said Force FaceTime in, in one <laughs> In, I don't. I don't, episode, I, so. don't, I don't recall. That's cute. Yeah, I feel like you you called it Force FaceTime, and I I totally dug that. But this time it's not Force FaceTime. He's no. actually there, right? And he 
takes the wayfinder and he crushes it. Yeah. And he's like, the only way you're getting to Exegol is with me. Yeah. And then we have a great big ass lightsaber fight. Yeah. Uh, and movies. <laughs> it, and this is really the the most epic part of the film to me. Yeah. Um, it right. there there so much so much happens here. Yeah. Uh, we end up on the outside of the Death Star. Mm-hmm. We end up with all of these like giant waves crashing and these massive force leaps by both characters yeah. to to get out of the way of the waves and and you know during the fight. Melinda actually said that she thought the CGI was bad in this scene. I really? I thought look I I didn't yeah, this scene a couple of times the CGI in this movie did pull me out a little bit, but yeah, okay. not in not, not not necessarily in this scene for me. Um it's an epic force force uh lightsaber fight. Mm-hmm. Um and um it's very dramatic and very cool and yes, Finn shows up <laughs> and yells Ray through yeah. it. And Ray actually has a reaction where she turns around and blows Finn back with the Force. Yeah. Now, is she just trying to protect him by getting him out of danger, yeah. or was it, an ang- was it an angry blowback? She had an angry look on her face. Yeah. Um, no, but I think it was, she was saving him. But that's yeah, why, that's why I took that anyway. So. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, this fight is badass. Kylo Ren is badass in this fight. Yeah. And Kylo Ren wins this fight, by the way. Yes. Kylo Ren is about to kill Rey. And he stops. And Leia has her moment. Yeah. Leia reaches out with the Force Mm -hmm. and speaks to Kylo in his mind and stops him from killing Rey. Yeah. And in that moment of hesitation, Rey stabs Kylo through the chest with her lightsaber. Yeah. Which is such a powerful goddamn moment. Mm Mm-hmm. And so moving in the film, and it goes silent, yeah. almost like the score gets all quiet, and it's like like the like the oxygen gets sucked out of this this scene mm-hmm. uh, at this moment, where you're like, oh, like you did not see this coming. Did you see this coming? I did not. Absolutely, one hundred percent did not see this. It's coming. the it's the death of Kylo Ren. Yeah. I was not. And, really and the redemption of Ben Solo is happening right here, like halfway through the movie. Yeah. And I was so shocked. I did not expect a moment like this to come until the end, yeah. the third act. But here we go. It's the death of Kylo Ren. Leia reaches out with her mind, freezes him in his tracks. Ray kills him. So they, they stop him together. Yeah. But then Ray uses the force like Baby Yoda. To save his life. Yeah. And then she tells him. Kylo Ren just died. Yeah. Basically. Like I don't have the dialogue in my mind. I'm going to get it better tomorrow. I'll make some notes. But. Like she tells him. She tells us. Like he doesn't realize it at first. He's like. He's like still like. He still thinks he's Kylo Ren. You could tell by the dialogue. Right. Mm -hmm. And then she tells him Kylo Ren just died. And that's kind of dawning on him. Like, like you kind of watch him on screen. His acting is so magnificent because mm-hmm. there's very little dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, like, like I felt like I had the oxygen sucked out of me in this scene because, mm-hmm. like, it's it gets quiet and you're just like watching Adam Driver's amazing acting. Daisy really too, but 
like this is really his moment in this film yeah. and you're watching him just realize like it's not a it's not like a flash like like they would like they did it with Anakin like where suddenly like his like he blinks and he's got red eyes and he's evil now right mm-hmm. like there's just you should watch him process like he didn't expect this we didn't expect this at the audience at this point of the film for sure yeah. He needs a moment to figure it out, and we need a moment to figure it out. And the movie kind of takes that moment, which I loved. I loved this part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And Ray fucking takes off in his ship and leaves him there. Yeah. And then, man, my favorite part of the movie, man, this movie made me this part this this made me cry. Yeah. Like, and I and you know my biggest my biggest criticism of the force awakens is han solo's story and han solo's death and i said this on the podcast in my predictions i said the one thing they can do is write this scene where han solo's death comes back to inform kylo's redemption Mm -hmm. and holy shit do they do that i was not i i I was not expecting harrison ford in this movie I was not expecting Harrison Ford in this movie. Yeah, and if it uh, was, I th- I totally thought it was going to be like a flashback. Right. If he, if and, he was in the film, uh, going into it, that's what I felt. But yeah, him seeing him on that Death Star, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I was. And it yeah. it wasn't a Force ghost. No. It was a memory, but it was Kylo having a conversation with his dead father, with with the memory of his dead father, and. Yeah. And I, I might cry. Like, hold on. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I was talking to Steve about this, and Steve didn't like the scene, and I, I don't want to speak for him. I, um, I can't wait to talk to him about tomorrow. Yeah. Um, because it's like, um, I thought this, was- is, this is Kylo yeah. for the first time letting his feelings about his father. This is Ben, okay? Yeah. Kylo is dead. This is, this is, this is Kylo is dead. Yeah. And this is Ben awake and alive again and letting his feelings for his father in and letting his memories of his father in and he's hearing his father like he couldn't hear his father when he was kylo ren right so this memory like why is this memory talking to him Mm -hmm. right it's because he couldn't hear his father when he was kylo ren and now that he's been again he's hearing what his father was trying to tell him yeah For the first time, and the dialogue and the scene, and he he touches him, and and whatever. You don't have to. That touch doesn't have to be real. Like it's he feels that touch in his heart. Like he's imagining that touch. He's feel like they're just visually representing it. It's not a force ghost. It's a memory. But the scene mirrors the dialogue of Han Solo's death scene in such a beautiful way. In such a perfect way, it is written. So beautifully yeah. that that JJ, I like I, I I apologize. I he absolutely absolutely answered my criticism, and this is going to be people's problem with this movie. Mm-hmm. That JJ wrote this movie for people like me and you who had problems with his earlier stuff and with RJ stuff, mm-hmm. and was openly fixing it. 
right? Yeah. And this scene was doing that, but it was so perfect. It was so beautiful to me. And I and I don't I know not everybody's going to agree with me, mm-hmm. but I cried yeah. in this scene, yeah. and I loved it. And um, I'm drawing a blank. Was it right after this scene that Leia died, or was it just before Han Solo appeared? Do you remember? Leia died when Ben died. Leia and Kylo yeah. died yeah. at the same moment. Leia sacrificed herself. It took all of the force energy, all the life force she had left to reach out that far yeah. to reach Kylo. So Leia died the same way Luke did, which is kind of JJ paying tribute to RJ, right? Like some of the stuff that we liked from RJ, JJ kept in here. So it's not 100% a finger. Mm-hmm. Like, don't think that it's 100% JJ giving the finger to RJ. It's not. Yeah. Because Leia dies in exactly the same way Luke does pretty much. Yeah. She uses she uses the rest of her life force to reach out really far to talk to Kylo. Yeah. And they die in the same moment and it's a beautiful parallel thing where his mother rescues him, right? His mother sacrifices herself to rescue him. Yeah. Um I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Um But then we leave Ben. Like we Ben's gone, and and we're following Ray, right? And Ray uh, takes off in Ben's uh, in Ben's ship, and where does she go? Octu, Octu, and we find her Octu on Octu burning Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter. Now yeah. Kylo Ren is all dead now, right? Yeah. No more mask, uh, you know, no more Kylo, and now no no more Kylo's Tie Fighter. Like we have, this is basically like the the funeral pyre scene for Darth Vader when she's burning this Tie Fighter, mm-hmm. right? And she's decided I'm on Octu now, and I'm going into exile just like Luke did, mm-hmm. because, um, like, she can't handle the fact that she just killed Kylo Ren. Yeah. Uh, she can't handle the fact that that uh, that she lost the Wayfinder to find uh, Exegol. Right. Um, and she basically can't deal with all this, and she goes to Chuck. Luke's lightsaber into the fire, and we get the moment that people are going to say is the number one diss to Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I I would yes, because she because she mirrors him chucking the lightsaber, which yeah. everybody hated, yeah. and he catches it. Yeah, Luke's Force Ghost catches the lightsaber before it hits the fire, yeah. and he says the line that every angry fan said about the Last Jedi: "A Jedi's weapon deserves more respect than this." Yeah. So that was absolutely a slap in the face to Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. For fans who were mad at Ryan Johnson for doing that. Yeah. Um, you're right if you think that. But I liked it. Like I I, th- I thought it was cool and I and I and I thought if Ryan Johnson had made this movie, he might have done it too. Like it might have been the point, right? Mm-hmm. That in the second movie, Luke was wrong. And Ray had to like pull him back, yeah. and in, in this movie, Luke's paying her back. Look, you pulled me back. Now I'm pulling you back. Yeah. <clears throat> and Luke tells her, "I was wrong. I only did that because I was scared." What are you so afraid of? He says to her, mm-hmm. and she says, "And she says, I'm a Palpatine." Yeah. Or he says, he says to her, "Are you afraid because you're a Palpatine?" Mm-hmm. Right? Because he knew. And then he says, "Leia knew too." And Leia knew too. Yeah. And Leia trained you anyway. Because we saw your spirit, because we know who you are, because yeah. your because your lineage doesn't define who you are. Yeah. 
uh, I thought that was all great stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we get the moment that we were talking about earlier where Luke pulls his own X-Wing out of the water on Octu. Yeah. A lot of people were speculating, was this going to happen? We said, I think, that that X-Wing was too fucked up to fly again because he like used part of it to make his door on the hut and stuff. Mm-hmm. But nope, don't worry about that. The X-Wing was fine. Yeah. Luke pulls it out of the water and Ray uses it for the rest of the movie. And it's kind of cool, Luke. Or, or sorry, Ray fly, flying in Luke's X-wing. I kind of enjoyed that, yeah. didn't you? Wearing, uh, wearing his old helmet. Wearing his old helmet, and, and it, rem- it, it reminds you of Ray from the first, in the first scene. Yep. The Force I was about to say, yep. Wearing that helmet, it totally mirrored that scene. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it was kind of a, it was kind of a payoff actually, because we saw her wearing that helmet in the first film, um, and then payoff is she's actually. Flying um, a X-wing fighter, wearing it for real. Yeah, yeah. Flying, flying Luke Skywalker's actual X-wing fighter. Yeah. Carrying Luke Skywalker's light lightsaber, and also now carrying Leia's lightsaber because what what we skipped over in that scene was that Luke uh, said, "There's something Leia would want you to have." That's right, Here, Leia's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's her lightsaber, yeah, and we and we get too. and we get a flashback scene. To Luke training Leia when they're young, and we get CGI of both of their baby faces, yeah. which totally worked for me. I had no problem with that. I did not love that part. Yeah. I thought that was the worst CGI of the movie for me. Yeah, okay, but, but yeah, I thought it looked fine. I had no problem. It. it was literally I, quick shots, and they said like one line each. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had no I, problem with it. I was I was happy to have the scene. I was happy to have. A flashback to Luke and Leia as young. I, I was you, happy. Do you remember what color um, Leia's uh, lightsaber was? Green. Was it green? Because uh, I'll I'll be honest. When I when you first like brought it out, I was thinking pink blade. Pink. I was seriously thinking pink blade, and I thought that would have been either pink or yellow. I think yellow would have worked too. But uh, I think we've never seen a pink blade in in Star Wars. Yeah. I think that would be too on the nose if the girl's blade was pink and the Maybe boy's so, yeah. blade. Was pink. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, but, no, the, as soon as I as soon as I saw it, I'm most uh, the first thing I was like, pink blade. <laughs> <coughs> that was, I that was fe- I feel like she had a pink blade in the Timothy Zahn novels, but I'm not sure if I'm remembering that correctly. Oh, okay. Anyway, like Leia did. Uh, yeah. Oh really? Oh, okay. Le- Leia had a lightsaber in the Timothy Zahn novels. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was but, pink. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember what color it was. I don't remember. Yeah, Sorry. Fair enough. Okay. Anyway, um, so now she's got Leia's lightsaber and Luke's lightsaber. She's in Luke's X-wing fighter. We find out from the droid Dio that we found on the ship that he actually knows the way to Exegol. <laughs> yeah. No, but but he he knew a lot about Exegol. But then Ray, how does she find Exegol? She finds out from Luke how to get there. Um, no, she has the Wayfinder from yeah, from has, yeah, Ky- Kylo Ren's yeah. Kylo Ren's uh, Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter had yeah, a Wayfinder right. she, she, she from the beginning back. of the movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so now Ray's flying Luke's X-wing with the Wayfinder from Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. She's on her way to Exegol, and she's transmitting her coordinates back to the first, or sorry, to the Resistance. Yeah. So everybody knows how to find Exegol because they just got to follow Ray. Yeah. So uh, that's how the Resistance all finds their way to Exegol. Yeah. Um, 
speeding up now. There's a lot of stuff to cover here. Um, yeah. And we're going to do another review of this later. Uh, so yeah, sure. uh, sure. if, we, if we miss stuff, uh, please forgive us. We'll get to it. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ray uh, finds the Emperor's Chamber the mm-hmm. same way Ky- Kylo did in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And the Emperor immediately drops his game on her. She's like, I, I came here to-, to stop you in the Sith. And he's like, no, granddaughter, that's what I want. Yeah. I want you to kill me because once you kill me, you will become the new Sith ruler and my spirit will pass into you along with, along with all the spirits of all the Sith before me. Yeah. Now, this was weird to me. This is messing with Sith lore a little bit because I'm pretty sure Siths are alive at the same time. There isn't only one Sith alive at one time, which would be how it would have to work in order for it to work that way. Okay. I think, but I don't know. Maybe not. I have to give that some more thought. But, um, yes, uh, Emperor Palpatine's plan is to have Rey kill him so that his spirit can pass into her, but she has to pledge herself to the Sith first. Mm-hmm. Something like this. Anyway, it's not some scientific thing where he's going to like transplant his soul into her with a machine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just some, I guess, Sith way of doing things. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. And um, the rebels or the resistance uh, show up and they start fighting with the giant, massive final order fleet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole plan is the final order fleet is not in space yet. They're still trying to leave the atmosphere of Exegol. And once they get into space, then it's too late. So they have to stop them all before they do. And they all ha- have to follow the signal from one transmitter to get to space because Exegol is so weird, it's got all kinds of weird gravity wells and magnetic fields. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to navigate. So the plan is they got to destroy these towers to stop the fleet from escaping. Yeah. And the battle doesn't go well at first, and Palpatine shows Rey, and he's like, look, you brought your friends here, now they're dying. Yeah. If you kill me and take over, then you can save your new family. Um, which is, you know, very parallel structure with Luke and the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. Um, you know, the only way to save your friends now is to is to strike down your father and take his place at my side. Yeah. Uh, uh, great stuff. I dug Palpatine in this. Did you dig Palpatine in I this? I did. I actually, I really dug I, Palpatine. He was a lot I, darker than he was in the originals. Yeah. Um, well, he was also like all burnt up, right? Because I liked his makeup like job. Yeah. I liked. I like his face. Really, comes through the makeup in this, mm-hmm. uh, really well. And um, I thought his performance was great, classic, yeah. angry Palpatine stuff. I liked it all. Yeah. Um. I. You know. At one point. Oh, I'm. I'm jumping ahead. Okay. Um. So like, uh, Ray is basically going along with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought she totally was faking him out. Yeah. I thought she was faking him out. But what if Ben didn't show up? Uh, would she would she have been faking him out? I don't know. But Ben shows up at this point, yeah. and he's not Kylo. He's no. Ben. No, he's rocking I, a pair of jeans and a t shirt, and he's uh, he's ripping shit. I don't out. remember what he. I don't remember what he was flying. I don't know how he. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't wearing his usual garb. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. 
don't know. He no. looked he looked kind of weird. Like he was he he was Adam Driver in a black shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's that that's what he was. That's what he was. Yeah. And he's running. Uh, he's trying to get in and to save Ray. And the elevator's not there, so he has to like climb down some chains. And it's like really hard for him to catch up to Ray. Um, and he doesn't he doesn't have his lightsaber. He chucked it in the ocean. That's right. Um, so uh, and, you know the great. Uh, you know, Ben's here to try and save Ray. It's mm-hmm. it's great. Um, and then uh, Ben ends up getting surrounded by the Knights of Ren, yeah. and he doesn't have a weapon, and they all have theirs. So he's yeah. fighting them, but it looks like he's going to lose. Yeah. And um, Ray says no to the Emperor, and then she gets surrounded by Sith troopers, and they are both surrounded, but separate, and they both look like they're in trouble. Um, but then you can tell they're having a forced communication moment and they kind of nod to each other yeah. and they do the, the, I think it's a hot move. I don't know if people are going to bag on this or not. Cause it's it, it, maybe a little bit was, corny. I thought it was great. Uh, she <laughs> takes, she takes Luke's lightsaber yeah. and she, I don't remember what her line is, but she kind of gives a line like, I will not fight you. Like, to, like a Luke line to Darth Vader almost. Yeah. And she drops the lightsaber behind her back. And then Kylo reaches behind his back and picks it up. So she passes it to him through the Force, um, which was obviously alluded to earlier with the necklace. Mm -hmm. So we we have this established. Good job. Um, And it's cool. Kylo starts fighting the Knights of Ren with with the blue lightsaber. And then Rey pulls out Leia's lightsaber and fights Palpatine and the the Sith Troopers. Yeah. Uh, wicked fight scenes. Um, ben fights differently than Kylo, right? Like they yeah. definitely give him a much different fighting style. He fights like a Jedi. Yeah. Um, and then um, Ben uh, defeats the Knights of Ren and then catches up with Ray. And then Ray and Ben face off against Palpatine together. We get a great moment where they raise their lightsabers in unison, side by side. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's powerful. Uh, Palpatine immediately figures out for some reason he can suck their force power out of them yeah. and it regenerates them. The two of them together are super strong because they're what's known as a dyad in the force. Um, it just means they're like uh, they're bonded in that they're the next generation of force users, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Uh, because, because he's the grandson of Vader and she's the granddaughter of Palpatine. Right. Something to do with their force bond. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Go with it. Yeah. But Palpatine, <laughs> Palpatine displays his new force power, yeah. force vampirism, <laughs> where he sucks out their life energy and it regenerates him. Yeah. So Palpatine's like, okay, new plan, Ray. You're not killing me anymore. I'm all of a sudden rejuvenated. I'm back in charge now. I'm killing you, motherfucker. Ray and Ben are on the floor, kind of helpless. Um, you know, all the battles going, all the battles going on above them. Uh, the 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 resistance are fighting the final order fleet. Yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff is going on with Finn, and you know, Poe is going through his leadership. I'm the leader arc, but I don't know what to do because I'm I'm not really a leader. Yeah. I I really feel like Poe really feel like Poe fell apart in the third act. And was rescued by Lando Calrissian. Yep. Um, he, he had no idea what to do because he saw everyone dying around him, right? Yeah. And then he was one-upped by Lando Calrissian like 
three times in a row, I felt like, in the third act. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all of this is being, you know, transitioned back and forth to the confrontation between Rey and Palpatine, very much like Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. right? Um, transitioning to the space battle, to the Endor battle, to Luke and the Emperor Invader. Um, so um, Ben manages to get up, and uh, Palpatine's like, you know what? You're going to fall just like I did. Yeah. You know, he's basically getting revenge on the last Skywalker. The, the last Skywalker is going to fall like I did. And he pushes him off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Kylo looks like he falls to his death. But, I mean, obviously, we assume that he doesn't. Um, I skipped over C-3PO getting his memory replaced by R2-D2. That's right. Which was, yeah. which was, a, cute, which was a cute fun scene. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really make mention to the fact that uh, he was like, "Hi, I'm C-3PO," blah blah blah, and he didn't know anybody yeah. <laughs> when he got his memory away. But yeah, yep. whatever. That was. Wild. But like, <laughs> if if they could have just done that, then it wouldn't have been so dramatic for him to get his memory wiped. And it, like, it just yeah. t- it 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 kind of kills that scene earlier in the movie or in the movie. But fine, whatever. Yeah. C-3PO was fine. Okay, so um, the crux of what happens here is. Uh, we get a couple of moments that are I'm sorry this is going to be my major criticism of this film directly stolen from Endgame like the Endgame writers should get writing credit on this movie absolutely yeah okay because we get the uh, captain on your left moment where uh Poe in the sky in his t- in his Tie Fighter gives up. He basically starts crying and apologizing to the Resistance fighters who are losing, and then Lando comes on the radio, yeah. and then Poe looks up, and then we get that moment that we saw in the trailer with the massive fleet right. of Resistance ships, the biggest fleet of Resistance ships we've ever seen before. Yeah. Um, and it's just like Endgame. It's just like Avengers Assemble in the end of Endgame. Right. Um, it's cool. I wish it wasn't in the trailer. I wish I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. I wish I wish it was a surprise. I agree. Um, yeah. and, and Steve said the same thing, so I'm actually stealing that from him, but I, I agree with him. I wish it wasn't a surprise. Yeah. Um, but still cool. Still a, still a cool scene. Um, Lando went and got help from the rest of the galaxy, and the galaxy showed up this time, unlike, yeah. the, unlike the end of The Last Jedi. Yeah. Everybody shows up. Um, and then Rey... Gets the Iron Man moment. Okay, it's exactly it's it's exactly Kev. She, the line from Palpatine is uh, like, "You cannot win. I am all of the Sith." Mm-hmm. And she she's blocking his Force lightning with the green lightsaber, mm-hmm. and then she yoinks up the blue lightsaber, crosses them, blocks his Force lightning, and she says the line. I am all the Jedi. It's I am Iron Man. Yeah. It was the exa- and then she, and then she, like the timing is exactly the same. She like she blasts um, Palpatine. But this was a great bah. moment because we hear all the uh, different Jedi's in her head. Um, yes, yes, I skipped that. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. But we get Ray. Um, like she thinks all is lost. Palpatine is doing this hugely powerful move where he's using force lightning to bring all of the spaceships down out of the sky. Yeah. Like he's, he's so powerful. He's like destroying the resistance fleet with his force lightning. Yeah. 
and Ray goes back to her line from the beginning of the movie, be with me, be with me, and all of a sudden, she hears the voices of every Jedi we've ever known. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She hears Ahsoka's voice. She hears Qui-Gon Jinn's voice. Mm-hmm. She hears Anakin's voice. She hears uh, Obi-Wan's voice. I swear she I hears Kanan in there. She hears Yoda, Kanan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm sure there's some that I don't know. I'm sure there's some that oh, yeah, I, sure. I, I'm missing. Mace. Um, yeah. Mace um, yeah. So, oh, was, was Mace Window in there? Pretty sure. Pretty sure it was, yeah. Ah, uh, that's sick. Yeah. Um, just their voices. Yeah. No faces. Yeah. Um, but they but they basically tell her, look, we're all with you. We were always with you. You were never alone. Um, and yeah, she get, and then she has her, her moment where she's like, I am all of the Jedi. Yeah. Exactly the same as I am Iron Man. I'm sorry. Exactly the same as I am Iron Man. Yeah. But still cool. She blasts the Emperor's Force Lightning back in his own face. Kind of Wonder Woman style almost. You know yeah. how Wonder Woman yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman has that power that power where she sucks up energy and blasts it back? Right, yeah. It's kind of exactly like that. Um yeah. but uh look, we watched Palpatine melt. Great moment, yeah. This time. Yeah. Right? It's there's no like there's no mistaking Palpatine melted yeah. <laughs> in, in front of our faces. Yeah. Um Palpatine dead now. He did yes. again. He did, and and then uh, the resistance uh, ships all start wiping out all of the the final order ships, and um, Ray drops dead. Yeah, uh, and I had to wonder where we were going here. Um, like I had it spoiled for me that Kylo died. I knew Kylo died. Okay. Uh, I knew Ben died. Um. But I, 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 I never asked about Ray. I, I, I wasn't. I guess I should have known. But mm-hmm. um, Ray drops dead, and because uh, I, I guess we can assume that she expended all of her life energy, yeah. um, defeating Palpatine. So everybody who's going to be mad and Star Wars theory on YouTube, I hate you, because <laughs> because all he could talk about for the last few months was. He's going to be mad if Ray beats Cal- Palpatine in a one-on-one fight, okay. because because Ray shouldn't be that powerful because Luke couldn't beat Palpatine in a one-on-one fight. Okay. Ray died, expending all of her life force energy to beat Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So there, like Ray died beating Palpatine. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Uh, it took everything she had. Yeah. Um, she made the ultimate sacrifice to beat Palpatine. Yeah. And then Ben comes crawling up out of the pit yeah. from where he was flung. And then Ben crawls to Ray. And Raylo's rejoice. Raylo's rejoice. I don't know about you, but I thought he was going to revive her with a kiss. Did you think that? I did. And, I'll, okay, so I, <laughs> after the movie, uh, I was talking to her with, uh, with my friends that went to see it with me. And I told him, I'm like, from day one, people are like, Raylo, Raylo, Raylo. They're going to hook up. They're going to hook up. I've always been anti-Raylo. Okay. So when they kissed, when he, when she came revived. and He revives he, her, not with a kiss. He revives her with the same force move yeah. that she used on him earlier. Yeah. So he, pay, he paid her back. She wakes up. 
and then they kiss. I was like, in my head, I was like, basically, I was like, no! <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to yeah. see it. I didn't want okay. it to happen. I was hoping that she would revive, um, yeah. and then they hug. Yep. And that was it. That's yep. what I was hoping. Okay. So uh, a cool uh, little line when she's like, she's like, I was going to reach out to you. I, d- I did want to take your hand, but I wanted yeah. to take Ben's, Ben's hand. Ben's hand. There you go. That was that was earlier in the movie. That wasn't at was this that, point. I thought that was at that. Okay. That, yeah. That, okay. Sorry. But it, but it was a great line. I yeah, did yeah. want to take your hand, but I want to take Ben's hand. Yeah. Was a was a great line. Yeah. Um. There he doesn't have a last line. No. Ben Ben does not speak. Uh, Ray is revived by him, mm-hmm. kisses him, and then he obviously gave her all of his life force. To save her, because he dies, and I have no problem with this. I, I disagree with you on this point because um, you want it is to happen. It is his rege- no. It is his redemption yeah. that he was able to know love Before again. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, and and he he sacrificed his life, and it was for love, mm-hmm. and so that was his reward. He received love in his final moment, and and I'm absolutely fine with that. Okay. Um, I liked the ending. I liked the Ray and Kylo ending. I, I I always wanted it to be a Romeo and Juliet story. It was a very very Romeo and Juliet ending. They both died, yeah. um, and and ended in each other's arms. There. Um, uh, yeah, I you know I know a lot of people are going to complain about it. A lot of people are going to love it. I I love it. I I'll be love honest, it. like I'm I'm not. It it didn't like tarnish the movie for me. <laughs> I'm just saying I I never wanted them to hook up. I don't know. Right. I just always felt that they it just felt wrong. I don't know. Right. In my head, it felt wrong if they hooked up. Sure. Know. That's that was just like I said, just my opinion. But yeah. Um, yeah. like I said, it doesn't tarnish the movie. Like I thought I thought it was uh, it was a good great ending. Uh, I had no problem with it. So, yeah, it is what it is. I just have to accept it. Uh, I, I'm pretty happy with it, too. Yeah. Um, you know, and stuff that we glossed over. We glossed over Finn talking about have like feeling things, like yeah. knowing things he shouldn't know because he can feel it. Like Finn basically displaying to us that he does have the force. Yeah. Um, so the very... Uh, Snap Wexley died, thank God. <laughs> I hate... Snap Wexley. Yeah, I was okay. so happy when Snap Wexley died. I was so happy. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. So when uh, when when the uh, the cavalry came in and yeah. they were showing like you know Lando and different pilots, did you catch the older older dude? Yes. Now yes. now, do you know who that was? Yes. Go ahead. No, I'm asking. I thought it was Wedge Antilles. It was Wedge Antilles. Okay, because that's what I said. I'm like, that was Wedge. That was Wedge Antilles. Yes. Um, One of the people I went with thought it was Biggs. I'm like, no, Biggs died. Oh, it was Wedge. They they talked about how Wedge was in this movie. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So I I was waiting for the Wedge for the Wedge appearance. I thought he was going to be in it more. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like that was shot separately from the rest of everything else. I yeah, felt like that it looked like that, it was separate. From it, it, lo- it looked like it was clipped in and it didn't feel like yeah. Congress. It didn't feel Congress to me yeah. with the rest of it. But, yeah. um, yeah. you know, I'm glad he was in there. I love wedge. 
Okay. So, how'd you feel about uh, the very, very end when she went back to Tatooine? How do you feel about that? Uh, okay, but 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 before that, I wanted to mention um, oh, okay. in the in, in the final celebrations, Maz Kanata Maz Kanata gives Chewbacca the medal that he never got. Yes, in a I, new hope. I, I did a little clap for that, which I I I loved it, but I also thought it was corny as fuck. Yeah, I, oh, it was corny, but it was great. <laughs> I want. I wanted more of a line. I wanted her to say where it came from. Yeah. Like, like this was, like, like Leia had this, and and she asked me to give it to you if all went well here. Yeah. Um, so, something like that. But she just said, "Here, this is for you." Um, yeah, it's still great for Chewbacca to get that. And and earlier in the movie, when Leia dies and Chewbacca reacts oh, to it, broke down. Oh, dude. They they totally made up for the Han Solo him not reacting right yes. to Han Solo's death. Right? Yeah. They totally made up for it. And when and when uh, he was facing Hux when he was captured, mm-hmm. and Hux Hux mentioned Solo, Chewie like roared in his face, so angry, yeah. perfectly. Perfectly right. That's the other thing um, we forgot to mention when Hux got shot in the chest. Did we mention that? I oh yeah, like we, uh, I feel like we skipped over in, that. In basically the next scene after Hux yeah. helps them escape, uh, the real commander of the, uh, the the old Imperial guy, who's I forget the character's name now, but yeah. mm-hmm. um, he, he gets killed by another rebel by another by another First Order officer yeah. who figure who figures out immediately that he was the mole. Like yeah. he sees through he sees through his little ruse. Yeah. right away. Gets straight, straight yeah. shot and right in the chest. Uh, Hux, Hux got the Hux got the ending he deserved for being a, you know, a uh, a little bitch, a, geno- a genocidal maniac. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, I, I I forget a lot of the other details about that final celebration scene, except we get that exchange with Jana and Lando. Uh, where they talk about how we're, they're going to go exploring her roots and find out where she's from. Like, like um, she doesn't know. Did you catch the, the two girls kissing? Yes, there was a lesbian kiss. Yeah. Um, and this is also, the I believe, somewhere around the part where we cut to two Ewoks. One of them, of course, is Wicket. It, it is actually uh, the yes. act. Yes, it's actually Warwick Davis playing Wicket. Watching the first or the the final order ships uh, falling out of the sky, yeah. Um, and then yes, okay. Um, we also get a fun moment at the very end because Zori Bliss is one of the people who comes to show up at the final battle when the cavalry <laughs> oh, yeah. arrives. Yeah. And we get a fun moment uh, earlier in the in the movie when Poe is saying goodbye to Zori. He says, "Can I get a can I kiss you?" And she's like, "No." Um, and then later in the movie, in, in this scene. He's like looking at her, and he's like, "Come on, you wanna? Come on!" And she's like, "No." Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But she doesn't take off her helmet again, even. So, no. uh, who knows if that's even Carrie Fish, if Carrie Russell under there, or if it's like another Mando trick? Yeah. <laughs> well, but, it's uh, definitely it was definitely her um, when she dropped the uh, when he saw her eyes, right? So, yes, he showed she showed her eyes. Yeah, it was that was definitely her for sure. Okay, but then we get the final ending, uh, the final moments. Um, and uh, it's where Ray returns to the Skywalker Moisture Farm on Tatooine, yeah. and she is there basically to uh, I don't know, kind of say, say goodbye, pay homage. Hey, homage. Yeah, uh, she's burying Luke and Leia's lightsaber in the sand, yeah. and we see that she has her own new lightsaber yeah. with a with a green blade. 
Um, do you think she uh, constructed that from her um, staff? That's what I thought. Yeah, I think it definitely was constructed out of her staff. I wonder where the crystal came from. Yeah. I wonder... Do you, Luke's Return of the Jedi lightsaber, do we know where that is? Uh, I'm going to say no. So it could be that. Yeah. It's the same, same color. Um, or maybe it could even be the, the crystal from Leia's lightsaber. Maybe she took it out, took the crystal out before she buried the hilt. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but but Ray ends this movie with a new lightsaber that looks like she made herself. Anyway, uh, yeah. and uh, the line, of course, the important line here, after she kind of looks around the, the farm, she slides down a sand dune on a metal plate, just like in The Force Awakens. And uh, somebody's just walking by, a neighbor of the farm, and she says, nobody's been here in ages. Who are you? And she says, my name is Ray. And she says, Ray who? And Ray answers her, I'm Ray Skywalker. Yeah. So uh, Ray has just taken the name. Even though her real name is Palpatine, um, she's decided to take the name Skywalker. Now, And she also turned... Who uh, looked over her shoulder to see the Force Ghosts of Luke and Leia, and she saw the Force Ghosts of Luke and Leia. Yeah. Not, not the Force Ghosts of Ben Solo. Surprisingly to me, yeah. Um, really surprisingly to me, yeah. actually. You would have thought, yeah, I would have thought he would have been there too. Yeah. Um, but maybe the three of them. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. Yeah. With with like Luke and Leia's hands on Ben's shoulders, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. But no, okay. Um, so uh, how do you how do you feel about Ray saying that line, Skywalker? You know, Kev, what I said I was going to be mad. I said the one thing that mattered to me about this movie. Remember what I said? Go for I it. said the one thing that mattered to me about this movie was that the Skywalker bloodline yeah survived. Yeah, yeah. So that there's actually a Skywalker family. After so I, this, yeah. So I guess it's not the to me the, the name. Yeah, it doesn't count to me. I this this is why I wish she was a clone of Luke Skywalker instead. Yeah, I wish she had Skywalker blood because I want there to be a Skywalker family in the future. I want to write fan fiction where it's a hundred years later and there's a big Skywalker family and there's all kinds of different Skywalker characters, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I feel like. Yeah, no, I mean, we can still have Skywalkers, but they're Rey's Skywalkers now, and they're not the bloodline, they're a different bloodline, um, but they just have the name. So, I mean, I mean, whatever, it, it doesn't ruin the whole thing for me, I'm not mad, mm-hmm. um, because I, overall, I got a movie here that I love, I, I really did, um, yeah. so, um, yeah, the one thing that I said was super important to me, I didn't get, but I got a lot of things that I really liked here. Yep. Uh, so I'm not complaining. Um, so the, the, the movie ends with Ray staring off into the twin sons of Tatooine, yeah. the, the same way uh, the mm-hmm. first movie started yeah. and the same way revenge of the Sith ended, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Weird choice for me going back to Tatooine for this. Um, mm-hmm. And for I her, I definitely didn't hate it. Um, I, I I didn't hate it either. I didn't hate it either. It was it, it's it's nice fan service, fine. Um, yeah. And it's parallel structure, which is Star Wars. Yeah. Um, 
still, it could have been like a, a million other things and ex- achieved the same thing. Um, but I guess this is just putting the point on how is this the rise of Skywalker? Well, look, Ray's a Skywalker now. She's just decided that. So, okay, fine. I can live with it. Um, I think I'm going to write some fan fiction where there are others, some surviving Skywalkers somehow, you know, like, like maybe Shmi had another kid mm-hmm. and after Anakin and hid him away because, because she didn't want that kid taken away. Like Anakin was, right. uh, something like that. I don't care. I'll, I'll think of something. I'll write, I'll write some Skywalker bloodline fan fiction. Uh, and I'll call it episode 10, but All right. numerical rating on rise of the Skywalker. What, this, do, what do you give it? My unofficial rating, because I'm going to give an official one after I see it a second time. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. My unofficial number out of 10, and I don't know, this doesn't mean much, but I'm going to, I'm going to call it... I'm going to call it 8.5. Okay. Uh, and I want, to, I want to give more context. If I'm, if I'm rating this, and this might change because it's really fresh, but mm-hmm. right now I feel like... Uh, like I like it as much as the force awakens, maybe a little bit better. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I always said that I like the last Jedi and the force awakens about equally for much different reasons because they're much different movies, mm-hmm. but they both please me and disappoint me equally for different reasons. Okay. This feels like a great finale to where we started in the force awakens. Mm-hmm. It did a lot of things I wanted it to do. Yeah. Um, me personally, I'm very happy with it. So yeah. I, I don't I don't remember what I would rate The Force Awakens numerically, but I'm calling this an 8.5. I'm very happy with it anyway. Okay. All right. Uh, Fair enough. It's uh it, it's a it's a good it's a good salvation of this trilogy for me. Yes. And um, best of the three. <clears throat> I yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe yeah, okay. I, I'm. I'm close. To, I'm close to that. I I still love the, the Last Jedi. Is just a different movie. I, I almost yeah. want to pull. I almost want to pull the Last Jedi out of this trilogy and say it's separate. I yeah. It's hard. It's hard to compare the Last Jedi with the other with the other two. Yeah. But um, I'm very happy. I'm very happy with this movie. I. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I'm not disappointed. Yeah. No, I wasn't disappointed either. Um, <laughs> for me, I would. Uh, I would give it an eight. I was. I was. Uh, yeah, my first my first initial uh, viewing, I'm gonna call it an eight. Okay. Um, like you said, um, when we revisit this after we watch it again, who knows? It might change, but yeah, right now I'm sitting at an eight. Cool. So, and one thing I like to point out real quick, uh, remember what I was saying to you? We we had this discussion uh, off podcast, <laughs> but um, fifty seven. 57% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. That's the critic score. And uh, remember I said to you, yeah. wouldn't it be funny if the uh, audience score was like in the 90s? Yeah. It's sitting at 87% for audience yeah. score. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is awesome, actually. Yeah. So, I take I take Rotten Tomatoes with a grain of salt. Yeah. I, I, I usually agree with the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. This time I don't. Yeah. Um, I think the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is always BS. It 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 can, it can be game. It can be, it can be. Yeah. Um. So I I don't put much faith in that. But I I agree with that audience score. I yeah. think this is a, I think this is a, a you know it's not 
it's not the Godfather. You know, it's not it's not the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. But did it do its job for me and make me a happy Star Wars fan tonight? Yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my friend, we have gone on three times as long as we plan to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And we are going to talk about this movie a lot more. We're yeah. going to do more more episodes about this movie. For sure, for uh, sure. And we are and we are gathering the OTOG roundtable yeah. to get um, to get Billy and G Money's uh, reviews of this as well. Yeah. Uh, very soon. So uh, you know, uh, stay tuned for more Rise of Skywalker talk. Yeah, I'm um, sure we'll be talking about it for a while for sure. Yeah. yeah, and you know, please let us know how you feel. Let us know what you think. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Mm-hmm. Do we miss anything important? Um, did you catch anything that you think we missed? Let us know. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, should we check in with Janet? That's the end? Oh, Janet. <laughs> <sighs> it's not the end of this. You know, they said it's the end of the Skywalker saga, but I don't believe them. Yeah. Uh, I'm calling it right now five years before we have. 10, 11, 12? Episode 10. At least yeah. announce. Okay. We'll, we shall see. All right. We'll see. Anyway. We'll see. Until then, thanks for listening to Too Old for This Podcast, episode 37. Yeah. Check, check us out everywhere. Check us out. You know how to find people on the internet. We're easy to find. Too Old for This Podcast, spelled with a two and a four, because that's how 90s rappers spell. Yeah. So, for my good friend, DJ Kevy Kev, I am Jeremy Dove, JD the MC, saying just chill. Till the next episode.